From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's DM Deep Dive. I regret this already. Here we go. DM Deep Dive time. Love this part of the show. Uh, what do we got in the DMs today, Shem? You guys don't even have to answer this first question. I will answer it for you. It comes okay. from Raphael. Who would win in a foot race on the show? Answer, Shem. Uh, Next question. No. no. Excuse me. No. In a would, foot race. Nope. I would absolutely demolish you. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> what? In a race. Yeah. Are you drunk now? You would beat me in a foot race. Bro. Oh, my God. Okay, what? guys. It's going down. Yeah. As soon as the weather clears up, we, we got to do this. We don't have to wait for the weather to clear up. Oh, we can true. do this indoors. Facts. Yeah. Where do you want to go? Like in here somewhere? We could go right there. We got a whole tunnel. We can go right from the beginning of the tunnel right to the studio. You trying to go now? Because people, no, there's too many. No, there's too many uh, possibilities for excuses. We just clear out, out there. We need to. We need to plan this, mm-hmm. um, and figure out a way to do the. You notice how more is super quiet right now. You're not taking part <laughs> in this at all. Um, okay. You want to so, do it like on the street, or do you want to go to like an actual track, like an indoor track? You know I, what? I think that if we're going to do it, we got to do it. I right. got track. Yeah, let's go to track. I, I don't want. That, I don't want any excuses from you. Yes, I think that if we're going to do it, we got to do it right. Oh, okay. Um, you in, in for a long day, brother. Oh, shut up, Sam. <laughs> any, anybody? Any, anybody in this room ever run track? Yep. Yes. I've got. I've got so many first place ribbons to show for it. And Bro. they're red, by the way, not the purple participation ones you get, brother. It's going down. Oh, shit. <laughs> nah, no way. What? Absolutely not. You think you're going to beat me? I know. Oh, my God. I would beat you in a race. You realize we're not doing this on a Peloton, right? Wow. <laughs> just, just so you know, gentlemen, I used to dominate the 100. Oh, oh whoa. I did. You in this, too? No joke. Are you, are you in on no, this now? No, I'm not in on it. Why but not? I used to dominate the 100. Nah, I've retired from racing. That. Okay. I did. Uh, no joke. Bro, I was six feet when everybody else was like your height, like 5'2". Shut up. Of course I was going to destroy them. Yeah, no, I would hurt myself if I if I ran now. If I sprinted now, I'd hurt myself. I'm not I'm not doing this. I, I know running. my limits, I and I play within it. Um, okay, so. We're going to set this up. It'll yeah. be an indoor track. Yes. Right, because we got to okay. get to this ASAP. We should get fans down there, too. Yes. Didn't somebody on the uh, yesterday want to know when we were going to do another big thing with the show? Yeah. Yeah. There you okay. go. I think it's going to be Wild Night <laughs> of the Track. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wild Night of the Track. I'm Let's into go. it. Let's go. I'm yes. into it. Okay, oh, yes. don't worry. We'll, we'll get everything all yes. organized, and then we'll announce the date and venue. Okay? Yeah. And we'll do it up. Shem, next DM. Um. Okay. Someone says, hey, Roz Mocha. I'm curious about why Roz took so long to start driving and what made him finally decide to go for it because I think I might be in the same boat. Mm. Oh. I wrote about it in my book, which is I was sort of scared to get my license for a long time, and I just had uh, I had to get over it, right? So when I was um, like, I don't even know how old I was when I was 
diagnosed with Tourette's, but I have like facial tics, right? Mm -hmm. And I was going through a real long period, like years, where I was just like rolling my eyes in the back of my head constantly. And I was terrified that taking myself out of the the, the world for a second that I was going to cause an accident. Basically, it would be like if you drove but were constantly sneezing, mm. right? Yeah, that's, that split that, second. That, that split second could change everything. Yeah, but only but only it was happening like like imagine doing that like forty times a minute. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I was terrified. And now now before that, so I got my license when I was in my 40s, but I had, a, I had a motorcycle for a lot of years when I was younger because I was like my my rationale for that was, well, if I get into an accident on the motorcycle, the only person who's likely to die is me. Right. Oh, yeah. Where if I get an accident in a car, I will probably kill somebody else. So I was terrified to get my to get my license. And then as I sort of got older, things got a little bit better. And then I started sort of like trusting myself a little bit more and not so much worrying about that and dealing with, you know, ticks differently and, and sort of managing things differently. But, yeah, I was well into my 40s. But also, like I grew up in a very small town. I didn't get my license. Right. If one friend had a car, you all had a car. Yeah. Right. And then I moved to college and I lived on campus and I moved to New York and then I moved to Toronto. Like, I've just never needed a car, mm -hmm. right, until we had a kid. And when you have a kid, you sort of need a car. you got to bring them around and do all that other stuff. How do you feel um, driving now? I love now, driving. Right? Yeah. yeah, I love driving now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm 16 again, honking at ladies. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, miss? What's up? <laughs> need a ride? <laughs> yeah, man, I do all the oh, things. Keep those DMs coming in. We absolutely love them. And these are the conversations that happen because of them. Them, and we're going to do this again tomorrow. Thank you, Shem. Yeah, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So something went down yesterday on the show that we should update everybody on because it's getting serious because we don't want anybody to think that this was just some sort of flippant thing that uh, everyone's going to forget about. So we were doing the Roz and Mocha DM deep dive where we answer fan questions. And the question was asked, Who'd win in a foot race? I immediately called not in. And then this became a challenge. And it was getting kind of tense in here. Even though everybody's like kind of joking around. Everybody's having a good time. Kind of. It became kind of tense in here between Mocha and Shem. It was all in good fun. It really was. Because that's the spirit of the show. That's the spirit of the segment. That's the, this is the spirit of everything we do. It was all in good fun. Mm. But you could tell as it was going on, you guys, yes, you were having fun. Goofing. But you could tell that, Mocha, you legitimately think that you could beat Shem in a foot race. Oh. Shem, you legitimately think you could beat Mocha in a foot race. I don't think so. I know so. Oh, wow. Shem. Because I need to bring this back up just so people know the sort of severity of <laughs> what was said yesterday. Because I know that we do things just for laughs and then we'll do it and then we'll forget about it and we're on to the next. But this is something that was impossible for the two of you to let go of yesterday. I'm still not over it. The idea of who would win in a foot race between Shem and Mocha. Delusion is quite a thing. Two gentlemen, I would say, are not way past their primes, but Pat definitely past their primes. Oh, speak for yourself, pal. What? Speak <laughs> your for mind. yourself. Okay. Okay. Shem, don't even, don't even try to enter this conversation again. Okay. Because I promise you are going to be disappointed. Man, I'm going to, you know what? Okay. Mm -hmm. Does Does it matter, like... Does it matter that at the end of this, because a race will happen, 
we're going to tell you that right now. We're not announcing details. We're not announcing dates. None of that. But what we will say is that the last 24 hours since you guys went at it on who would win in a stupid foot race, mm. um, the wheels are turning. And this is going to happen. Now, I'll give either of you the opportunity right now because I know when we're just sitting around and we're talking and goofing, it's fun and games. Yeah. Right? But one of you will lose. Yeah, so Yeah, Mocha. Oh, I, I will give either of you or yeah. both of you the opportunity right now. To what? Say it. To Say it. gracefully back out. <laughs> no. no. I right. Please. No. Please. No. It's gonna, you're going to disappoint Guyana. Shampoo. You're going to oh. disappoint everybody. <clears throat> Dog, I'm going to be such a problem in your life, you're going to have to call me sleep apnea. Oh. Okay, Shem? Wow. You think you can't sleep now? Oh. Dog. Wow. Wow. Between now and race day, I am going to be a problem for you, sir. You know what's wild is that Cruz looks up to you, right? Not anymore. (laughs) Oh, Oh, he's going to ruin your father-son relationship. I'm glad you brought that up because I'm so serious about this, guys. Yeah. couple things. The text coming through on the Razamoka text line yeah. are fueling the fire, okay? okay? Okay. Shem will beat Mocha in a race. Oh, wow. Reads one text. Look at the smartest listeners. Another okay. text. Hashtag Team Shem. Oh, God. wow. Okay. Wow. Another one reads, Mocha wins race 100. <laughs> Another one reads, Shem has longer legs and he's taller. Uh, so he'll win. But if it's endurance, Mocha is coffee-based, so I feel like that's a lot of energy right there. His name describes his personality perfectly. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so I take this home yesterday. Yeah. Because I'm heated. And I'm getting more heated right now, even just talking about it, guys. Okay. Okay. okay? Yeah. I take this home. Lose too. <laughs> and I ask my wife, because I'm like, I got a supportive family. Yeah. Right? And I... I, it was the wrong time to ask her during the day. She was oh. just on her way out, oh. and she was a little bit late. And she's just like into no, the garage. Man, that's not where you get I your support. That's not phone, where you get your support. And this is what happened. Shem thinks he could beat me in a race. Well, I don't know if he might. I don't know how good he is at running either, but I know it's not your favorite thing. Oh, It's not about whether it's my favorite thing or not. I've literally never seen you run. Oh, no. It's so, not like in your DNA to run. Oh, no. You walk at best, slowly, I, most of the time. Oh. But you don't think... No, I think you enjoy other things, but I will always tell you that your running is what slowed us down in the Spartan race and made me lose my chance at wow. achieving my goal because wow. I was waiting for you. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh. Bye. See ya. Love oh. you. Love you. You're... Uh, oh. Huh? You're good at many things. Just... But uh, you didn't answer the question. Between Shem and I, who's going to win the race? Oh, I don't know. You guys both don't appear to be in... The tip-top shape of your okay, but oh, There's going to be one winner. <laughs> I really am stumped here. I don't know. Goodbye. It's you. It'll be you. Okay, so that I get that. That is a that. supportive wife. She, Listen. She, your wife does not believe you are going to win that race. I should also know that I'm I'm undefeated in uh, in challenges <laughs> that I've, I've participated here on the Roz Mocha Show. I am a, uh, the winner of the Tortilla Challenge. The winner of the uh, Deadlift Mori Challenge. That is not 100% and, at all, uh, Shem. And that's Shem, you know what I think? I think that you live in like a fantasy world. Uh, yeah, Listen, big the time. Tape, the tape you really says do. It all. soap operas, dog. Yeah, the I really says do. it all, boys. I really do. All right. Yeah. I, so, I, I'm not 100% sure 
uh, on uh, who is going to win this. Now, we're going to come up with all the details, and we will let you know as we get closer to race day. We're going to come up with the perfect distance, um, training time, locate. All of this stuff will be revealed, but the race is going to happen between Mocha and Shem. And I am going to win. Wow. Not according to Jenna. Wow. So I take the same question to my five-year-old oh, no. last night. Oh, boy. Okay. Chris, yeah. I have to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Do you remember in the summertime when Daddy's friends came to watch wrestling? Yeah. And... There was one guy, his name's Shem, and you guys were playing, like, water balloons? hmm If Daddy and Shem were to run a race, who do you think would win? Shem. Yeah. <laughs> what? Wow. You wow. don't think I'm faster than Shem? Unbelievable. <sighs> so. Unbelievable. Smart kid. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Zero support in my own house. Unbelievable. But guess what? The hate fuels me. This hate is fueling me. Shem. Unbelievable. You are going to get destroyed, sir. Destroyed? Absolutely annihilated. Unbelievable. I might lap you. Oh! (laughs) Shem, don't. I'm just saying. Unbelievable. Oh. Really Unbelievable. Bro, bring a blanket. I'm putting you to sleep. Son. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <sighs> Crazy. Oh. Guyana, Malvern, all that. Oh, Scarborough's no. all okay. on the line. We will reveal all the details coming up, but we promise you this the race is going to happen. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, John, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on, big guy? Yo, you still pissed off? Bro, I'm still pissed off. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is a simple yes or no. Clearly you are. Calm down. Time to get it off your chest right now. Maybe you should talk about your problems. Ride the Mocha Venom moment. Wow, it's our first vented moment of 2023. I know, I know. Uh, John, welcome. Vented moments on, for anybody who is on? unfamiliar is uh, we know you got stuff all bottled up inside and Oftentimes, this is like stuff you can't say to your family, you can't say publicly. You don't have to say your name, although John was fine with us uh, saying his name. Uh, You can just come on the show. We will give you our platform and our audience, and you can just get it off your chest, whatever it is. This is Razamoka's Vented Moments. John, go ahead. Every time I'm driving, I let people in, right, all the time. I'm a nice guy. I'm like, all right, I'm going to have a good day. I let this person in. I give them a courtesy wave. I slow down. I let them in. Where's my courtesy wave back? They don't give me a courtesy wave back. Say, thank you. No, no four-way flashes. Oh, I want to turn my car into a bumper car now. I get so mad and so frustrated. I don't want to let people in no more. But then I'll let them back in again. And they keep doing it. People, why? Give a courtesy wave. It's so simple. It's so easy. Or put your four-ways on. A little flash to say thank you. Jesus. <laughs> bro, bro, this is why I hate people, man. I love people and I hate them. Like, it's a love-hate relationship. It sounds like you get pissed off every single day that you're on the road because somebody that you let into your lane doesn't give you the courtesy wave. Absolutely. Don't you? Let me ask you guys a question. Uh-huh. Do you give the courtesy wave? Not all the time. The no, not no, all the time. Sometimes no, I do, rarely. but not all Explain the time. Explain why. Explain why. Because everybody, we all know the rules of the road, and we know that... If we're on the lane on the far right and there is an on-ramp and people have to get on the highway, right? Yeah, a zipper lane. Okay, they have to get on. Like, there's no choice. They have to get on. So you, as a responsible driver, should be slowing down for the safety of everyone 
and allowing cars or a car, a vehicle to go in front of you. If they choose to give you a courtesy wave. Can I just pause you for a second? Mocha sure. is really overstepping the rules of vented moments. Oh, right. Very sorry. much overstepping the rules of vented <laughs> moments. Sorry, sorry, this sorry. This is not supposed to be a debate or discussion, oh, homie. Oh, you're right. You're right. I apo- You but know what? You I take it all back. I take it all back. A normal lane. A normal lane. We're just talking about normally driving. Yeah. We're normally driving. There's three lanes. Let's say I'm in the far left lane. Somebody wants to come in. Yeah. No problem. I slow down. I give them a courtesy wave. I'm being nice. I give them a flash. Yeah, go ahead. Move on in. And then when they move in, it'd be nice to have a little courtesy wave. Say, thank you, but nothing. You know? I know we're not supposed to say anything, but yeah. you know what, John? You're right. Screw that person. Wow. Okay. 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 Yeah. I have so much to say right now, but I won't. <laughs> I, have, I have so much but to I say, won't. Too. I could talk about driving the etiquette yeah. of the road forever. Oh, keep going, Joe. We got time. John, the show is yours, this man. This is Do your it. moment, sir. This is your vented moment. What else do you want to get off your chest? Okay. A zipper line, okay? So a zipper lane. A zipper lane is an active lane. So it acts as a zipper. So as your zipper goes up, everybody goes in. Everybody merges into one lane. So when I'm in a, when, when I'm in a zipper lane and there's traffic on the left and the, and, and the traffic is all backed up, you have people that literally jump out into the zipper lane, drive extremely slow to cause an accident just so you don't get to that very end. But they don't understand what a zipper lane is. You don't jump into an active lane and drive only 10 kilometers to piss off everybody behind you. You know what I mean? What about a parking lot? You got to have some opinions about parking. Uh, think about parking lots. When, you, when you're in a parking lot and you have your own space and you're ready to back into it, and then somebody else just sneaks into it, right? Yeah. What are you supposed to do as a person? Are you supposed to get out? Are you supposed to yell at them? Are you supposed to do everything? And then if you do yell at them, you're the one that looks like the crazy person. Right. Let me ask you a question. What are your feelings on pulling into a gas station that's full? There's cars everywhere and somebody leaves their car at the pump to go in and get a coffee. No, 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 no. A gas station, when you're driving to a pump, you're there to get gas. If you're if you're parking your car at a pump, you're there to get gas. If you're there to get a coffee, park your car in the designated spot. What, what about if they what spot. about if they get gas? And then leave the car there and go in and get a coffee. If there's if there's nobody there and there's not a line, that's understandable. I mean, it's a, it's a packed pack gas station. No, no. Pay for your gas. Go park elsewhere and move. Keep it moving. Especially yeah. with gas being so expensive now, we're uh, getting gouged. People are already on high uh, attention, right? Get yeah. your gas, move on, get your coffee, and go. I know we're not supposed to say anything, but, John, I am guilty of that. Yeah. I've paid for gas at a gas station when all the pumps are full and then just ran in nope. and grab a Tim's. Nope. That is such a foul. That is such a foul. Such Mocha, a foul. How could you do that? Guys, we're not supposed Mocha. to be commenting on this. No, 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 I'm going to tell everybody. Yeah. Say what? What kind of car do you drive so we can tell everybody to watch out for this guy? <laughs> Yo, 2017 Honda Pilot, what's up? <laughs> no. <laughs> you see that car? Everybody, if you see that car. <laughs> I know. We can't talk oh, about what we drive anymore on this show because, like, this show is oh, a, a real big deal, and it just so happens. Okay, it's not that we're a bunch. You can bleep this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not a bunch of broke <laughs> around here, okay? <laughs> but, the, but the problem is, is that none of us are like real car guys, okay? Yeah. So I know yeah. that this is a big show, and people assume that we drive, we all drive some hot cars around here, right? But yeah, we've done, we've done this before. We've done this before where we went around the room to say what we what we drive, and we all yeah. sound like we sound pathetic. So Mocha, you drive a what? 2017 Honda Pilot. Okay, I drive a 2010 <laughs> Ford Ranger. <laughs> Shem, what do you, Shem, what do you drive? Oh, 2018 Kia Forte XL. Okay. 
Damn, damn it, Maury. 2011 teen Toyota Yaris. Right. Okay. Like it's all rusted okay. and broke up. Okay. Like it's not that we're broke ass. Okay. It's Nobody's just that, paying attention to your cars. Okay. It's just that we're none of us on the show here are like car guys. Okay. We're just trying to blend oh, in. We're trying yes, to blend in. Thank you. Right? Anonymity. It's about anonymity. Yo, John, that was amazing. Yeah. You're the man. Thank you so much for being a part of the Roz and Mocha show. We love you, bro. All right, guys. Take care, guys. Ciao. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. It was a wild one with the Go Train yesterday. Oh. Uh, it was so what the hell? People are, are mad because one. they, what do they do? They started to, if the train leaves at 7.15. Mm-hmm. They close and lock the doors at 7.14. Okay. And it so used to be. Minute, one minute before departure time, yes. doors closed, locked, that's it. Once so, you're inside, you're inside. If you're on the outside, you got to wait for the next so train. So it would normally be doors would close at 7.15. Correct. Right? So, that, so when train departing time, that was doors closing time. Correct. I gotcha. Okay. Correct. Uh, so according to Metrolinx. And people were bent over that minute though, huh? Mm-hmm. They said this is in order to help keep trains running on time. Sure. Okay? Yeah. And because... Because of the way the holidays fell, and I don't know why Metrolinx decided to do this, mm-hmm. but they said, hey, we've been giving two weeks notice. But the two weeks notice was like when everyone was on holidays. Right. So day one yesterday, people were finding out for the very first time that it was actually happening because nobody's like really paying attention. It was the first the day back at work for a lot of people too. Yes. Frazzed, waking up late, Ugh. kids' routines. Uh, so David Mori <laughs> is out there at Union Station during rush hour oh, talking no. to people. For day one of the doors, go trains alone, by the way. Yeah. Um, not up express, not the go buses, just the trains where they, they close a minute earlier from departure time. As a reminder, doors on all go trains will close one minute before the scheduled departure time. And guess when it comes to go trains, when one door closes, a window does not open. <laughs> Roz, you know what? <laughs> if I was the train conductor, I would leave no, the door they don't. open all day for you. It's Damamori on the tracks here at the go station, the seeing if anyone remembers that the doors are closing one minute earlier. How is that one minute earlier door closure going to affect you? I might miss the train. I'm always late, normally. So. What do you think of that? I guess it's for, is it for safety. I said it's to be on time. I don't know. I'll probably be late more. <laughs> I think it's uh, completely disgusting. Um, <laughs> I need those 60 seconds. I feel like they should do it a minute after to take account for the fact that things happen. And if it's not going to be presented everywhere, people aren't going to know. And then I feel bad for the staff that has to deal with upset people. Did you know you're rushing to your train? Did you know the doors are closing one minute earlier now? No. That's stupid. Well, it's, well, it actually does make sense because them trying to reach on time. It's also screwing up people that, you know, take their time to get here. Like, um, working like nine wow. to five, finally getting out. They're like, okay, wow. I can just take it easy, get to the train. I know I get there. It's uh, 620. Now when they find out it's going to leave at 619, not the rusher ass here. Oh, my guys, you're out of breath. You ran to the train and the doors are already closed. Did you not know that they're closing one minute earlier now? I don't know he's closing one minute early. Just we saw the screen oh, no. and just we ran out. And uh, the 13 oh, so that was away from our... You're out of breath. I'm, We're running. Oh, my God. Was, it's like you ran. It's like you ran and lost the race. Yeah. <laughs> it's right there. It's passing. It's leaving. Yeah, it's leaving, but the gate was too far. 
We run, but we couldn't <laughs> reach a time. You thought in your mind, I have one minute left. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no. We missed our next train. We are going. Run! Go! Go! <laughs> you just missed your train. The doors are closing a minute earlier. Did you not know that? Uh, no, actually, I was uh, running late. What are your thoughts on the fact that the doors are closing one minute earlier? It's bad, but uh, yeah, that absolutely sucks. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm just going to wait and watch Netflix. I can utilize my 15 minutes. <laughs> Were you aware that the doors are going to be closing one minute earlier now? Well, I knew that, but only because they announced it like a week ago. But I was mad when I found that out. Because I am famously the type of person who will run for the train and try to get there like as like it's supposed to leave. So I'm not happy to know that I can't procrastinate to get to the train anymore. So what are you going to do? I guess plan ahead, but I don't like doing that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Lucy! It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? Good. We have been waiting all day to talk to you. (laughs) Tell everyone (laughs) listening right now why you're here. So, how do I choose one guy between the two guys I'm dating? Oh, here we go, Lucy. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Stop here clapping, we go. Here we go. Uh, you wrote, it says, Razamoka, fix my life. I'm dating for the first time in years, and I'm torn. There are two guys. Let's call them Frank and Eugene. Frank is basically everything I would want in a partner, and the sex is great. That's really important to me. Then there's Eugene. He's in a poly relationship. He's married, and his wife has a boyfriend. I'm currently his girlfriend. This bothers Frank. That's your other boyfriend. And I can understand why, but I have so much fun with Eugene, and it works. How do I decide? I know I can't have my cake and eat it too, but I really want to. How long has this been going on for? Let's say you and Frank, the great sex guy. You and Frank have been together for how long? Just like a month. It is fairly new. And like I would not call him my boyfriend. But right from the get-go, he was like, I am not cool with this. I've been straightforward from the beginning saying I'm dating other people. I haven't hit anything. He's just not cool with it. Okay. And you and Eugene? Eugene, I've been dating him since September. You seem shocked that Frank is not cool with you dating other people. I you can't just say am, you can't not. just say I'm honest. I told him straight up, but then you're like kind of weird. You're you're kind of like shocked that he's not cool with you having another boyfriend. I'm not surprised. I I understand where he comes from. I think in the past I would have been upset about the situation as well. But I came out of an abusive relationship last year, so I want to make sure when I pick a partner, yeah. I'm picking a partner and I'm not going to make a mistake like I did last time. You don't think jumping right into some sort of polyamorous relationship with some other guy and his wife and her boyfriend is the most healthy thing to do right now for you? I don't know. I'm going to be straight up. My counselor thinks it's great because I am really stepping outside my comfort zone. But what are you looking for? What's the end game? End game is someone to marry and have a family with. Okay, so then why in the hell are you in a polyamorous relationship? That'll never happen, and I understand that'll never happen with them. Hey, question about that relationship. Have you met this guy's wife? No, not yet. Oh, not yet. So are you going to then? Like, have there been talks? Yeah, yeah, there's a date set. Are you in love with either of them or both? No. No, No. not in love. Okay, but you you, you can't then be shocked when somebody doesn't want to 
play the field with you. Yes, I but, understand. Like that. they're not on your team. <laughs> I think that you need to ditch Frank because he's obviously not cool with this situation. It makes him feel uncomfortable. You're keeping him around for I don't want to say no. selfish reasons, but really they are selfish reasons because D- sex is great, which is fine, right? Ditch Eugene. That's a mess. Oh, I think she knows that. Ugh. I think you know you know that's that a, that's a mess and you're just doing your thing. But uh, I just think it's worse for Frank at this point because it's such a new relationship and he's made it clear that he does not want that other part of your life to exist. Who's the one you're going to call when you got good news? Frank. Who's the one you're going to call when you got bad news? Eugene. Who's the one you're going to call... When something real terrible happens and you need somebody there with you. Frank. That Eugene, right? Mm-hmm. He's got a wife. You know that, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay. He's not going to be your person. I know he's not. Okay. Is there a potential for Frank to be your person? I mean, you already gave like two yeses to Frank in these scenarios that Roz threw at you. Is there a potential for him to be your forever? If that's if that's what it is you're looking for. that That is what I'm looking for. And okay. I think so. But again, I'm just... I want to make sure that I do the right thing before I end up in a rabbit hole like I did last time. No, but you're already I, I, in a rabbit I, hole. I, Roz is right. Like, you're not going to get the, the, the forever thing with Eugene. I'm, 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 worried, I'm, worried about your, I'm worried about your heart. Yeah. And that is, I think that you are going into this poly relationship with Eugene and his wife and her boyfriend um, because it looks like a way that you don't have to fall too hard. And therefore, you've convinced yourself that this is the relationship that is least likely going to hurt you because you're not the primary anything in that relationship. Right. And if somebody's going to get hurt, it's certainly not going to be you. But I don't know if you fully understand how damaging and how hurtful it is when you come to the realization that you're his toy. I know I am. Right from the get-go, I knew I was. Okay, okay. But you know that 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 feeling doesn't last, right? Yes, I figured it wouldn't. So Mocha says ditch Frank, the good sex guy, who you're going to call when you get good news and also when you need a shoulder to cry on. Uh, I say ditch Eugene because, one, he has a wife and she has a boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah. Then why can't he have a girlfriend? Ma, listen, you're not his toy. No, I know I'm not. Yeah. But then why can't he be my toy as well? No, no, it doesn't work that way. Okay. Listen, you can. Like, I'm nobody's saying don't have fun, right? Like if nobody's yeah. getting hurt and everybody's all into it and everything else, go and have fun. But if you're looking to 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 rebuild and find somebody who's going to be that person for you, which it sounds like you sort of are, maybe not right now. You may not be ready, and that's understandable. But if this is what you're moving towards in the future. That future is not happening with Eugene, his wife, and her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And okay. the only reason why I say ditch Frank now is because he knows what your situation is, and he's not cool with it. Yeah. So why put him through any more stress? He hasn't left himself. Yeah, but you can't see. You can't. But I know. But that's that. You, but that's you, not fair. It's not fair, though. No, I know it's not fair. It's not fair. Maybe he's waiting around. You know, like maybe he's thinking, ah, you know, she's going to decide. She's going to. He understands mm-hmm. your your history and your situation, and you know, he's got a lot of. He feels a certain way for you, and he's going to let you work this out, and he's willing to to sort of hang around. But that's not fair. No, it's not. I'm being selfish. But that's okay. Sometimes, though. It's okay to be selfish. It really, really is. But you can't be selfish out there looking for things that aren't even a remote possibility. You're just looking to not get hurt, and we understand that as well. But if you're looking to not get hurt, you actively have to really try to not get hurt. That makes sense. Does that help, Lucy? Not really, but... Oh. <laughs> Wait a second. Who's hotter? 
Who's hotter? Oh, Who's hotter? Oh, okay. No question. No question. Who's got the better body? Eugene. Oh, oh so okay. Now, okay. <laughs> All right. Damn. Am I not allowed to be a little shallow? Of course you are. Damn, Lucy. I cannot wait to see this next this uh, Netflix we, movie. We got to follow up with you. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Uh, oh, there was a cool list of the sexiest names. Was it the sexiest names here? Hold on here. Let me find you this. This is really great. You're going to love this, Mocha. Okay. Because I think your name's on it. Shut up. I'm joking. He's such an asshole. <laughs> Should be <laughs> number one. <laughs> Where is that? When did you send that to me? Why Maureen? is that? Is that, on... that? Oh, here we go. Yes, yes, why yes. Why is your yes, name yes. on there? No, That's come on. Uh, the sexiest names for men and women are. Here we go. Here we go. Um, so a website claims that uh, the sexiest names for men. You want to take a shot at uh, at these mocha? What do you oh. think the two sexiest names for men would be? They're going to be super boring. Okay, like? They're going to be so generic. Yeah. It'll be like Harry. Okay. Uh, Mark. Okay. Mark. Yeah. Mark. Uh, I'm Mark just thinking, with a K or Mark with a C? With C. a K. No, with a C K. is sexy. Yeah. I'm just thinking of like really generic more. names. I'm going to say Matthew just because I should. Matthew. But I okay. really want to say Brad. Luke. Is Brad on there? No, Brad's not on my list. No. no what about no, Chad? No. no, Maury's on the list, though. No, what? It's... I'm just joking. Oh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just Ding bats. Okay, so. That's number one. Okay, so uh, according to uh, this list, uh, the sexiest names for uh, guys are Joe, Joe, Peter, Ben, James, what? Nick, and number one is Jack. Oh, see, all generic okay, names. Okay, all generic names. Uh, I, I get Jack. Yeah, you do, huh? Musk, you know, like, yeah. manly, very manly. Bro, Those are I, all manly. What, what about Matthew? What about Luke? What about when, George? When I used to use a fake name on the telephone dating lines, Jack was my name. because it was worked. Marcus. Yeah, because it worked. Yours it is what? Marcus. Marcus. Uh, and then the sexiest names for women, if you are at all interested. Maury's on that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Anna, Bella, Julie, Mia, Sophie, shut up, Sam. Sorry. Shut up, Eva, Julia, Kate, Rachel, and the number one name as far as the sexiest names for women go, Jenna. according to some list that I've never heard of who put this thing together Please before. Please don't say Karen. Please don't say no. Karen. Mary. 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 Amen. Man, come yeah. on, Sam. I got to be like that, man. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, Aaliyah. It's Roz and Mocha. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm oh, so excited. Girl, you, sound, you just woke up. You sound like you're hiding. <laughs> I'm not hiding. Oh, okay. Uh, Aaliyah, how old are you? I am 19. Okay, okay. Aaliyah wrote us this, which is why we wanted to reach out to you, Aaliyah. Uh, currently listening to your podcast, and I absolutely adore you both. I know you get many texts like this, but you uplift me even when I'm in uh, the most terrible of moods. I had a question for Roz. Would love to ask. Love you both endlessly. So, first of all, Aaliyah, thank you very much for the kind text. Thank you for listening and being a part of the Roz and Mocha Show family. Uh, number two, what is your question for Roz? I believe it was around like the fifth 
the 556 mark of the podcast, he he was talking about not doing your passion as your career. What year was episode 55? That would have been um, year one, okay. wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like 2018. Okay. Yeah, I remember it perfectly. <laughs> okay. So what um, did he say? He said something saying? about being passionate? No, so he said not pursuing your passion as your career because then, you know, you have somebody telling you what to do and it just becomes, it just becomes not your passion anymore. And I just was wondering if he still feels the same way. It's, it, yes, I do to a certain extent. You know what? But it's we tricky. just talked about that we like just, last week with yeah, someone too. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, you it's, did? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's oh. tricky though. It's tricky. Yeah. I'm not saying turn your passion into into a career. I'm not telling people what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one, I think that people get confused with the, you know, just do what you love. Just do what you love. Yeah. When I when I think that that's a very sort of egocentric way of living life because the vast majority of people in the world don't do what they love, but they're, mm-hmm. they're still contributors and they still have pride and, and all of this other stuff. My thing with turning your passion into your career is that um, then you're taking the thing that you love sort of the most, your escape, the, the thing that, that makes you feel the most free and you're tying your paycheck to it. And mm-hmm. unless you're doing it all on your own, you're going to have a boss. And that thing that you were so passionate about that you loved is going to make you miserable because that's what work does at points, right? Yeah. And so then you're, gonna, you're you, just going to go look for something new, which is fine. Aaliyah, did you grasp onto that? Because, like, are you thinking about your career and your passions and how to kind of blend the two? Or you just found it, like, an interesting kind of topic um, of conversation? Well, I found it interesting as I do everything you guys talk about. But um, I did, I love dancing and dancing is my passion. And once I graduate school, I'd love to be able to be a freelance dancer. Um, so not like dancing under anybody for anybody, just dancing for myself. Who the hell hires a dancer? What do you mean who hires a dancer, Ross? What do you mean a freelance dancer? <laughs> like, like, oh my God. Like, you know, people just like post things on like Instagram and stuff like that. Like, Oh, God. You want to be a social media dancer? Like, you want to get famous that way? Girl, 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 girl. That is not a career. That is not. No, 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 no. That is not a career. Yeah. Don't look at what people are doing on Instagram and TikTok and dancing and getting all these likes and shares. That is Mm -hmm. a brief moment in time. That is not Mm -hmm. a career. Yeah, no, of course not. No. So you would just want to be Instagram famous. That's why you want to do this. Yeah, but yeah. don't worry. I'm still gonna have, like, I'm still gonna have my education. And I'm still gonna graduate and have a career. I just want to be able to have my passion on the side, not just making my whole life. What then? Then why don't you just dance? What's stopping you from dancing? Why? Why do you have to try and turn dancing into something that's gonna make you money? Because it's what makes me happy. Like, are you and, good? Like, are you good? Like, if, if J-Lo called and was like, yo, I need a backup dancer, come on tour with me. Um, I think I am good enough. You, uh, you think J-Lo wants good enough? No, J-Lo no, needs I perfect. Know. No, 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 I know, I know. And I'm just not trying to, like, you know, like, crap on myself right now. But, like, I am, I'm okay. And I just know that, like, I can train and just, you know, have the... Okay, hold on. <laughs> okay. I'm going to bleep out your name, but who are you on Instagram? I'll block out your name. Oh, my God. Yeah. Actually. Oh, we're going to watch. <gasps> okay, underscore. Yeah. A- Jesus. First of all, nobody's ever going to hire you because they can never it's remember just, that. Oh okay, my hold God, on. Let me name. see. 
Yeah. Okay, so you're dancing to Soka. Nah, girl, you're not good enough for J-Lo. Oh, wow. Good. Let me see. Let me no, see. No, she's Let me good. See. Like, don't get me wrong. You're good. Okay? You're good. You're not J-Lo good, though. No, no, no. Yeah, no, you're not. Listen, you're good. You're good. Yeah, you're good. You're great. But I don't know if you're, and no offense, but I don't know if you're the best person in that room. Let me see this next one. No, I'm definitely not, and I know that. This ain't going to win you the lottery, you know what I mean? No, of course not. Of course not. That's not my expectation. But why not just dance? Why do, why do you then have to be like, this is my passion. I need to turn it into my career. Why can't you just be happy dancing? You know, I didn't know. I, I don't know. After talking to you Why guys, does everything have to become... Like, we live in a, a, like a side hustle culture. Rise and grind, mm-hmm. you know, as they always say. Mm-hmm. Why does everything have to earn you money? Why can't you just be passionate about something? Why can't yeah. you just let that thing free you when you need a little bit of freedom? I couldn't answer that before talking to you guys, but now I think I can. I guess I wanted different ways of income or just something. I don't know. And I just maybe was like, okay, if I put my time and my money and my effort into this, maybe I can do something with it. But now it's kind of changed um, because what you did talk about in the older podcast really did resonate with me, and I did want to chance to talk to you about it yeah um listen we wish you all the best right don't don't yeah, get me no, wrong but to, no, to, no, to, to say at 19 that your career path is to be a freelance dancer like oh, you're gosh, really no, limiting yourself girl i'm in post-secondary okay okay what are you studying ece oh okay okay, okay. good okay. admirable that works, that yeah. works. It was great talking to you thank you so much for yeah, reaching out wait, wait are you guys gonna ask me the question between raz and mocha Aaliyah, for yes. 2023 who is your favorite before it used to be mocha because I'm behind me. Wow. <laughs> but then as I was started listening to your podcast, I just fell in love with Roz, like his voice, his mannerism, his sarcasm, everything. Alright, you could have just said Roz. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Leah. Happy New Year. Love you too. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hello, Razamoka. Who's this? Uh, this is Adele. Yo, what up, Adele? How are you doing? Good, good buddy. Man. How are you? I'm good. Roz, I have uh, some news for you. Okay. Well, maybe not news, but just uh, confirmation that I remember a time uh, a couple of years ago that Mocha was a hardcore ghost believer, and I know he, he denies it, mm-hmm. but I remember... So I, I, I just want you to know that there's people out there on your side who believe you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. I very much uh, appreciate that. Uh, I was trying to think back. Uh, Mocha was very much into his ghost beliefs and uh, that lifestyle um, in and around when, what was the movie that came out? Oh, Paranormal Activity. Paranormal, Paranormal Activity. activity. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Paranormal Activity era, Mocha was very much into the ghost lifestyle and very much, and you would have conversations consistently on the radio about mm. ghosts. Mm. Very much. Give me I episode had... number on the podcast. Well, no, it was before we did the podcast. Oh, how convenient. How convenient for you. Yeah, how convenient, Mocha. Yeah. Shut up, Adele. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he's through with that lifestyle now. Is it a lifestyle? <laughs> Bro, or, come on. Or is it just like... Him trying to like 
try to be cool. What? Now, the sounds that I hear at 3 o'clock in the morning outside. Yes. Right? When I take the dog out before I come into work. Yes. That is a completely different story. There is something <laughs> happening in the neighborhood right. that I cannot explain. Right. You and I got into an argument one time because you couldn't understand how I could believe in aliens but not ghosts. Did we, though? Yes, we did. <laughs> Maybe you're listening Very- to another podcast. Listening? <laughs> your memory your memory's not the greatest I already. Listen, so. I know. I have no argument. <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty sure, though. <laughs> Give me episode number. <laughs> Yo, Dill, you're the man. Thank you so much, bro. Thanks, guys. Have right a great day. Happy New Year, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I get it. This has been bothering me all day. What? And maybe it shouldn't bother me, but it's been really bothering me. Are you happy, Maury? Am I happy? Yeah. Like as in in life or no, just today? No. As in like here, you you ashamed of us? No. No. Maury sent me an email, right? Mm-hmm. And and you know how people put in their signature at the bottom of their email. Maury's reads, "Damn it, Maury Sherman." Senior producer, reporter, and then it's three points underneath that. Six-time employee of the month, 11 years of dedicated service, Humber College Hall of Fame inductee. <laughs> yeah. When did you take the Raza Mocha show off your email signature? Oh, it's never been on there. Maury, I'm looking at an email from 2014 when it used to read, Maury Sherman, senior producer, reporter of the Raza Mocha show. Because they changed, the company changed how you're supposed to do the No, you're allowed signature. to put in no. Raza Mocha show. Yeah. On oh, there, then yeah. I'll gladly put. You that don't on. think that you could? You think that you're you're capable of putting a uh, six-time employee of the month, but you can't put the Raza Mocha show? I'd gladly put that. No, I, I don't think you would me? gladly. It would be there if no. you cared. Maury must have removed that you part remove of the signature it. on a you day totally when he was upset it. with us. Because I have a separate. Hold on a second. I could tell you something else. Yeah. Why well, no? Recently, yeah. Damn it, Maury was super pissed at us. Yeah. Why? And how we took it out? Yeah. Did you know? That damn it, Maury, on Instagram, unfollowed you, (gasps) me, no, my wife, no, and your fiance, Catherine, no, yes, Maury. No, well, for just to clarify, I've never followed Catherine, Um, but my therapist told me to unfollow the two of you. Why? Because he says that, but it's not funny, but seeing you guys and knowing that you guys don't follow me is a trigger. And he said, so not in any sort of don't bring, make it be a thing, but it might make you happier if you unfollowed them so that you don't see things as a trigger. Okay, but you know that us not following you is a goof. You explained that to your therapist, right? I totally did, but he know, but like, you know, we have conversations, blah, blah, blah. And one of his suggestions was, and he gets paid lots of money. Yeah. Yeah. He gets paid. He does very well. I've parked next to his very expensive car. Okay. Okay. His suggestion was is that maybe it would help you so you're not always thinking about work as if you're not on Instagram and you don't see Razamoka, it won't be a trigger. He thought that it would help me, my stress and everything and anxiety, if I didn't see the two of it was his suggestion. Call him. No, no, I'm not calling (laughs) him. I'm not calling him at all. Shem, just for the record, I still follow you, babe. I still follow you, too, babe. Oh, my God, you, too. Maury, put <laughs> the and show... by the way, Jenna unfollowed me. I saw oh, Jenna unfollowed oh, me last week oh, on a Wednesday. Oh, 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 wow. Yeah, because wow. she realized that you unfollowed her. Wow. Because of you. Wow. Huh. 
Wow. So when I saw that, I'm like, okay. Wow. Okay. New year, new you. Hi, more. No. <laughs> new no. year, new you. You can't make this worse. My therapist told me to do it. Sure. Do you want his number? Six-time employee of the month. 11 years of dedicated service. To who? You! <laughs> to who? To you! To what? To this show. Thank you. Senior producer of what? The Roz and Mocha Show. Reporter for what? The Roz and Mocha Show. Thank you. If I have, if you don't believe that my life is you, then I don't know how else I to prove it to I you. I don't know, man. You unfollowed me on Instagram and you took the name of the show off your email signature. You didn't know I unfollowed you until Mocha told you. Well, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you see all that nonsense with Rolling Stone magazine and their list of the 200 greatest singers of all time? No, what happened? Oh my God. Well, first of all, <laughs> the big story is okay, we'll get, we can get into like who they ranked and everything else. Yeah. But Rolling Stone put a list together of who they say, and there's a bunch of caveats and everything else, but they did a list of the 200 greatest singers of all time, and they didn't put Celine Dion on the list. No. Yeah. Now, whether that was an oversight or whether that worked into how they, you know, came up with all of this stuff. But I, I think that what may be getting lost in all of this with their list, there's still no reason why Celine Dion should not have made the top 200. Um, but how do you not this find was, place for the great Celine cause out I, of 200? Because I, I think that this is Rolling Stone being Rolling Stone, which is... The list is not necessarily the best 200 people who have ever sung, as in the most talented singers of all time. Like, who is the greatest at the act of actual singing? Mm -hmm. They said, keep in mind, this is the greatest singers list, not the greatest voices list. In all cases, what mattered most to us was originality, influence, the depth of an artist's catalog, and the breadth of their musical legacy. So even given all of that... But that's Celine right there. Thank you, right? So now if Celine fans are protesting out in front of Rolling Stone headquarters and all this other stuff... Well, we are here to uh, you know, express ourselves in the name of Celine because obviously you made a big mistake forgetting her name on the big list that you published last week. So... We wanted to make sure that you understand that you you missed the, the, the best singer in the world on your list. Should be at least in the 200 top or at least in the 500 top, at least the first name of your list. Hold on a second. Okay. Yeah. So did Rolling Stone come out and say anything no, about this? They no, have no. Not. Who do you think did that interview? Rolling Stone was interviewing those people. Yeah, they're, then they haven't said anything. And, and, and I don't think that they're clever enough to, 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 for this to even be a troll, especially mm -hmm. after Celine coming out last week. Would it week not be a troll if they're the ones interviewing the fans? No, no. Not with, I don't <laughs> think you disrespect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think. With Celine coming out saying she's got like stiff man syndrome and her health is in decline and all this stuff, I don't think you do. I don't think you play Celine like that as part of a troll. I think the troll is putting Billie Eilish on the list. Yeah, that's right. And she's at like she's list? at like one ninety eight or something Mariah's like that. Mariah's on the list. Mariah's on the list. So do you want me to give you the, what, like me give top you the ten? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Al Green at number ten, Otis Renning at number nine, Beyonce at number eight, which I Ooh. think is way too high. Um, Stevie Wonder at number seven. 
well, give me that. Ray Charles at number six. Like, Ray Charles, like, great voice, right? But again, you have to just go by what they're saying, which is legacy. And if that's the case, then yes, Beyonce, Stevie Wonder. Uh, Madonna, I don't even know where Madonna is on this list. She's oh, not even. She's below 200. Uh, Mariah Carey, number five. Yeah, sure. Billie Holiday, number four. Sam Cooke, number three. Whitney at number two. And then Aretha Franklin at number one. Like, it's hard to, to yeah. argue against these, right? I would deny those. Those are five of the best. That top okay, five is amazing. On. Okay, who's but I'm a, telling you right now, if we're talking singers, right? Who's if number 11? Who's number 11? Number 11, Little Richard, okay? okay. John Lennon is 12. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Who's below John Lennon? Okay. Freddie Mercury is below John Lennon. Okay, who's below him? Bob Dylan. But these are all legends. I, mean, I know. Prince, Prince is Prince is sixteen, and Elvis is seventeen. Who's eighteen? Can Selena have eighteen? Uh, no, uh, Frank Sinatra is nineteen. Oh. Like, okay, like I get it. We're talking legacy at this point, right? Like, we're yeah. talking legacy, and that's how you come up with this sort of the, we, you, this. Could this, she be this like top anyone 10. in the fifties? But if we're talking singers, like Shem, help me out here. If you're putting a list together, the greatest singers of all time, I understand the outrage. <sighs> Over omitting Celine Dion, full stop. She deserves but a spot. I, I get on the that, list. but how? If we're talking singers, how is Andrea Bocelli not at least in the top oh, ten? Yeah, voice. well, like as you said, there's a difference between a vocalist and a and, and like a singer. I believe Rihanna is also on the list, yeah, right? And yeah. Rihanna is not the best vocalist, no. but she's a good singer, so I can I can kind of understand. Could we not put Celine that. Dion as like five B? No, I I guess I've like Celine, like I don't know, like Celine should be on the list. It's it's, it's ridiculous. Be. Of it's course ridiculous. But like when we're talking, but when we when we when you put pop stars in, like you can't help but just think of like you know uh, how much legacy does matter on this list because if we're talking vocalist to vocalist, the idea that Beyonce would be so much farther ahead than say Kelly Clarkson. Who I think Kelly Clarkson is a better singer than Beyonce. Is Kelly Clarkson on that list? Yeah, but she's not. She. I don't even think Kelly Clarkson's in the. I don't but even going know by Kelly what you Clarkson said before, is. legacy and and all that stuff. Then I can know. Say I know. Also, none. Like the funny thing is too is that when you go through this list, like for the most part, they stuck with people who were you know good looking. Like Adele's twenty two. Everything else. Mm-hmm. But like when you look back in the day, there was like some of the best singers in the world weren't attractive because you didn't have to be attractive back then. But they, they, they they still packed this list full of good looking singers Mm -hmm. right there's not a lot of like those guys from the you know old school dudes who could sing that you'd be like oh that's what that guy looks like (laughs) you know where it almost like ruined the record right (laughs) the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life update Alex happy new year welcome back to the Roz and Mocha show how are you good yourself good it's been so, a long, long time. July of 2020 is when we yep. talked to you. So when yep. we first talked to you, Alex, you had said that your fiance just left you and you uh, found out that she had someone else and you're trying to figure out how to deal with it all and that you guys had been together for three years and she ended it via text saying, I can't do this anymore. It's over. And you said that uh, to make things worse, that she looked at wedding dresses the day before she sent that text. So this was back July, as Mocha just said, 2020. And uh, you were pretty busted up at the time, I remember, right? Yeah, I went through a whole year of just going downhill into debt and all that stuff. Um, But now I'm pretty much back up on my feet there. Yeah. So did you ever get the closure you were looking for? 
Because no, it's, it seemed uh, it seemed quite sketchy, right? Like we were wondering if there was something else, maybe that that you know was going on that you either didn't know of or that you you weren't telling us. But you you were looking for closure, as a lot of people who call in to fix my life are looking for, right? Yeah, no. So I ended up not getting the closure, but like you said, I when she came that day, I probably wouldn't have gotten it anyways. Um, and honestly, I didn't get it. But I think that's the best thing for me is not getting that closure. Really, huh? Now, because didn't she show yep. up at your place like to get all of her stuff, and then she yep. wouldn't say a single word to you? Yep, exactly. Okay. Um, Did you ever find out? Because you said that she said that she found someone else. Was she with that person for the duration of your relationship or longer? Like, do you know anything about that other relationship she she had? So what I was able to kind of find out was just that she was with him since March of that year. Okay. So it was a few months of them being together, and then everything happened in July. Um, so that's all that I know of that relationship. But I followed your guys' advice, which is just complete, just unfollow her off of everything. So mm-hmm. I have no idea anything else after that. And I, honestly, that was like the greatest advice I could have gotten. So help other people out here with the temptation then. So when you had your fiancé walk out on you and she dumped you by text and then she shows up and doesn't even say a word to you while she's getting all her stuff, and you know that it's time to move forward, and the only way you can move forward is by unfollowing her off everything, as you just said. Talk to people what you did in those moments of sort of sadness and desperation and temptation when you did want to check up on her and see what was going on. How did you get over those moments? Uh, for those moment, moments, honestly, I I had to put my phone down um, and just binge a Netflix show or pick up a book. <laughs> oh, man. Like, yeah. Something like that, just because like I knew if I had my phone on me, I would be looking it up. I would try to follow her back and things like that. So in those moments, I really just kind of had to just leave my phone selfie and almost throw myself into work. I think if I didn't throw myself into work, I probably would have been on my phone all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think that that would be the advice right there. It's just when you have the temptation, just, you know, put your phone down, try to think of something else, try to do something else that makes you happy, whether it's just going on a walk even. Um, if you can cold cut your phone for even five minutes, it, I say it helps. Did your family at all reach out? Because I'm sure that they had questions, just as many questions as you, but independently, did they ever reach out to your ex to see if they can get answers from her? Uh, no, uh, no one did. Uh, I think some of my friends said, but uh, honestly, I I didn't really want to get the answers from them. Yeah. Um, you know, I think everyone's pretty good with it, where they're like, they're not together, Let's let's keep this separate. I know some of them still follow her and, you know, whatever. That's their choice. Mm-hmm. That's that's up to them. I follow yeah. her. It looks like she's doing great. Oh my god! I'm dude. joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh my god, I'm joking. That's so bad. Uh, I wouldn't have said that had Alex not <laughs> been in such a good place. Uh, Alex, yeah, have you buddy. have you have you moved on? Uh, yeah, I'm actually engaged. With the what? Uh, yeah. I follow her Look too. By the way, she looks. So you're engaged. When did you get engaged? I got engaged this past June, um, and we had a baby girl. What? In what? November. Oh, yeah. oh my god! That's amazing, dude! Congratulations! Yeah. Thank you. I don't think I could have had a, a better uh, start. 
to last year, but I'm also yeah. better finish last year as well. So that, Oh, buddy, great. we are so thrilled for you. Congratulations, bro. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank That's you for awesome. uh, for joining us again on, on Razamoka's Fix My Life. Thank you. Also, are you going to ask me the question this time? Oh, Alex, between Razamoka, who's your favorite? Roz, hands down, hands down. <laughs> Even though he follows your ex and your current girl on IG? Honestly, I got Roz's uh, the quote from his book tattooed on my arm, too. So You did? I, yeah. Which yeah. one? What quote? I uh, never gets uh, better. But it does get easier. easier. Man, that's you're yeah. like now the sixth or seventh wow, person. That's I think incredible, that dude. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible, man. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm assuming you like the book. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I'm on okay. my second read of it now. Oh, you're the best. Oh, dude, that's best. awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Right Take on, care, homie. brother. All right, you too. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Hey, yeah. did anybody see the menu over the holidays? Oh, it's on my list. Did anybody see it, Shem? You didn't see the menu? No. What's the menu? Oh, my God. The menu. It is. Where is it? It's so cool. Uh, It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah, I think you can. I don't know where you can watch that. Why ask me where it is? It's on Rogers on the them. It's one of them. Disney Plus. Okay, jeez. It's on one. Thank you, Shem. Disney Plus. So hostile. I'm not hostile. (laughs) What's on the menu? Hostility. No, it's. Well, yes. (laughs) Yes. So what's it yeah. about? Uh, the I don't know how much to, to tell you, which is a spoiler. Um, but uh, but the menu is a dinner party hosted by Ray Fiennes, who's a world renowned chef. Uh-huh. It all the whole movie takes place in one room, oh. right in the inside the inside the restaurant. Uh, John Leguizamo's in it. Oh, um, nice! I like him. And uh, oh, what's that actor's name? She was uh, Anya, like the, the, Anya uh, Taylor Joy. Anya Taylor Joy is in it. Yeah. Um, and then her douchey boyfriend in the movie is in it as well. Not her real life douchey boyfriend. The guy who plays her douchey boyfriend is just a guy. He's an actor. You know. Is her boyfriend too. a real life? Like no, I don't know who her boyfriend was. Oh. I'm saying. I'm saying the guy in the movie. Like he's an actor. No, because I'm like what I was gonna say is. If you're dating someone who's yes. a douche in real life, yes, and then you got to go to work mm. and work with someone yeah. who's got to play your boyfriend that's right. also a douche. Oh. <sighs> this guy who, uh, what's the guy's name? Guy. He's he's famous. He's famous. He was in uh, Anya Taylor Joy, Ralph Fiennes, Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt, that's the guy. Oh, I like that him. He play, yeah, Judith he Light's also in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Judith Light's in it. Who's that again? Come on, man. Who's the boss? Angela. Yes. Oh, Angela. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Angela's yeah, yeah. in it. Okay. And uh, so it's a it's a uh, uh, it's a crazy movie where it's this dinner party, and then I guess like uh, it's not so much murder mystery, but people just start like people are, start dying. What? Right. Yeah. It's that's like sort of the it's, it's at the table. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, but you got to see this movie. It is wild. I think that you're gonna hate it personally. I really do. Really? I, th- I think you're going to oh, hate so it. Oh, so I'm going to skip it then. No, I think you should watch it, though, just mm. so we can talk about it. You don't want to watch it? I think I Shem's going to hate it, too, because Shem has terrible taste in music. Well, He's got great taste in music, great taste in women, great taste in all this other stuff. Well, Shem's got terrible taste in movies. I don't know. The past couple of recommendations, at least for me, they haven't been. Well, that's... And I know people take your recommendations with very high regard. But, but people y- enjoy. Yeah, well, they people do. Aren't, people aren't well. <laughs> wow! Yo, you wow. bring that 2022 energy. I know, I, I know, I know, right? Jeez, <laughs> who hurt you over the holidays? People aren't well. Was church closed over the last two weeks, Shem? You sound like a man that needs to sit down, <laughs> to reflect, reconnect, reconnect with God, bro. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Shem watched the menu. Oh, did I ever? <laughs> have you watched it yet, Mocha? No. You haven't? Have you watched it yet, Maureen? You haven't watched it yet? Sorry, we're doing that this weekend. Okay, Shem, you watched it, huh? 
Oh my god. This is the the, the movie <laughs> that you told us about yesterday, Ross. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, hold on. I I don't even know like I don't know what is a spoiler and what's not a spoiler even how to explain it, but all I know is that there are like you know when some movies spark that moment at the end when the credits roll of where you then immediately pick up your phone and go what did I just watch? Hmm. Enter, right? And then you have to have things explained to you. How like, long is what, a movie? I don't know. It's like a, a regular... A, just under two hours. Yeah, yeah. It's like just regular movie length. So today... Yeah. In our neighborhood, yeah. there is a planned power outage because they're doing work. Yes. So between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. So yes. after the show, I got to fill time. And I was going to post up at a, a local coffee shop yes. in my neighborhood that has free Wi-Fi. Yes. So... Go for it. I may, watch the menu I may, at a restaurant. I may please. have my lunch at this place. <laughs> please. And watch this if, movie. Watch the menu while you're having lunch. That would be the greatest way to experience the movie, I think. So what did you? Th- what were your feelings towards it, Shem? So about 10 minutes in, I was like, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> about okay. ten, like, ten, like and, and trust me, it gets right, it gets, you know, it gets right yeah, to it. Right to it. And then just under the hour mark, just when I thought I had seen the most ridiculous things that, that I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. My mind gets blown. Right. And I'm like, what in the world <laughs> possessed somebody to write this? Yeah. And do this. Yeah. It so is, wait, is, is it a horror movie? Is it scary? Or is it like, how suspense, would you describe it? Suspenseful. 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 Okay, suspenseful. Yeah. And who's in it again? Because you named uh, some pretty yeah, big names, uh, right? Ray Fiennes, uh, Anna, Taylor, Anna Taylor Joy. Joy yeah. um, what's that other guy's um, name? Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt is in wow. it. Yeah. And John, John Leguizamo. Yeah. How have I never heard of this movie before you mentioned it? <laughs> I don't oh, know, man. man. I don't know. Like, but was it, it in theaters or anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's something else, though. It is like, it's, you know, when you watch something where the common complaint, Complaint is always that everything is either like intellectual property or a reboot or a sequel yeah. or whatever. And the, the the big complaint is there's never any original movies anymore. Oh. And then the, the counter argument to that is, well, because original movies don't make the kind of money that sequels do. Um, but when you watch the menu, you are in a weird headspace because you're watching something that is so incredibly original. Mm-hmm. You almost don't know how to process it because everything else you watch is a series or a sequel or something that feels very familiar and it's comfortable and you understand what it is and where it's going. And the menu is so off-putting because it is so incredibly original hmm. that you don't even know how to process what the hell you're watching. It's so uncomfortable. It's so like, uncomfortable. So awkward to watch. Yes, and most yeah. of the time you're sitting there, and you're like, "WTF?" Like, yes. I, 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 I can't tell you how many times I sat there and I was like, "What the hell did Ross just suggest yeah. to me?" Yeah, I'm telling you, totally I'm telling really, guys. You. Yes, oh, it's wild. You, you're watching and you're like, "Okay, this is a horror movie." And then you're like, "Wait a second, did I just watch the first 20 minutes of this wrong?" And I'm actually watching a comedy, and I just didn't laugh. And you're like, "Oh my god, no!" And then you laugh again, and it, mm. you realize, no, it's all of it. Like it's all of that. Really? Yeah. It's a trip. Yeah. It's a, it's thank a you. Trip. It's a trip. Yeah. The menu. The menu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very interested now. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, oh, holy crap, Shem. What is that, Shem? <laughs> Shem. Just, hold on now. Shem just took a sip before we went on the radio. And. Oh, man. Juice I've ever seen. 
it's really you have, good. You have like a five-liter jug of what looks like fruit punch. What is that? Uh, it's actually a mix of apple juice, ginger ale, and pomegranate lemonade. Ooh. Okay. Well, you got problems? <laughs> what happened? You got, you're dealing with something? Some sort of infection, right? <laughs> is that some new scissor or something? Come on. Like, What'd you get up to over the holidays? Okay, <laughs> what got infected? Show on that 2023 lean right now. Oh, man. No, listen. You I, I had afterwards. Didn't they tell you that? <laughs> you know the jug, it looks like, remember the guy that was um, in oh. California yeah. drinking ocean spray? It's bigger than an ocean spray, though. <laughs> it's bigger than an ocean spray. Yes, it is. Hold that um, up again. You hold that up again. That's like, Let me see that. that Look at a, this A full thing. liter? Yeah, so... That's okay. more than a liter. So, a liter and a half, at least. It's a two-liter bottle. Look, I had some pomegranate lemonade juice left over. I have about mm, about half, and then I was like, mm, I want something a little cold to spice it up. So I went and got a can of ginger ale and apple juice, and I poured it in, and then mixed it together, and voila. God. It's, it's like really what they good. make in the sink at frat houses. <laughs> or in yeah. the toilet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's pretty, it, looks, it looks like jail juice. <laughs> really good. Yeah. Just throw like a pack of Jolly Ranchers in there. Now, now oh. do you do you finish that or you just keep adding more stuff to it as you like, as the, the level goes down? You know what? That's a really good question. I might just throw in some more juice I, yeah, at looks, some point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really good though. Okay, so. Just uh, want some? No, but no. no. There, so no, there's, there's good, no reason you. for it, though, right? Like, there's, it's not like in any way. No, like, no. I have no just, like, All those flavors together. It's oh, love juice, man. It might do my... something later. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. What's in it again? Tell me. So, uh, pomegranate lemonade was the original, and then pomegranate I pomegranate dis- lemonade. Yeah, delicious. I Never... think it's actually by Ocean Spray now that I think about yeah. it. Okay, so pomegranate lemonade. Yep. Then uh, ginger ale. Okay. And a can of apple juice. Jeez. <laughs> oh, that's, really that's a lot of sugar. That's a lot of sugar, Holy. I'd say it was healthy. It was really no. good. <laughs> it's Bro, fantastic, that man. That that yo. What time did you start drinking that today? Like first thing in the morning or you just you'd bring that to work with you? Dude, it was like from jump. Like really? from like when you I got up. up and open. Oh, yeah. my God. It's like it's, it's my coffee. I don't drink coffee, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a <laughs> caffeine not guy. Like coffee. That's that, not like, like really coffee. That's me off guard. That's, that's like, that's like <laughs> waking up in the morning and going over to the fridge and eating a box of popsicles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sure yeah, you want to? Sure. No. No? Okay. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Lindsay, hello, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, Roz and Mocha. Welcome to uh, Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I first, I have to say, I'm so excited to talk to you guys. I feel like we are long lost friends. Oh, oh well, we are. We're right. family, girl. Uh, <laughs> actually, wait. I'll hold that comment until after I hear your story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's uh, not bad. It's not bad. Lindsay, when and where does your hell of a story take place? Well, it takes place actually in my home um, in Toronto. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of preface it with uh, I was dating this guy. What, what year? Um, what year? When are we talking here? Oh, it was about t- 10 years ago. Let's say okay. 10 years ago. Okay. Yeah. We met at a bar, but we met through mutual friends. Okay. We didn't meet yeah, online or anything. Okay. So what happened? We'd sometimes hang out with his friend who also lived in a building across from my building. So knowing that information, kind of setting that aside, um, a random day I just noticed $2,000 missing from my bank account. Oh. I called the bank. I was like, okay, like I didn't take this money out. Someone needs to look into this. 
So they opened up an investigation. It took about a week. They didn't even call me. I had to call them. And basically they said there was nothing I could do. They could do because it was my bank card that was entered into this bank machine. It was my PIN number that was entered with no errors, nothing. I guess they can track. If you make an error when entering your PIN, they can tell how many times it took. Really? Yeah. Because of that, I was like, okay, well, that's impossible because... I have. I didn't lose my debit card. I have it. It's actually your local bank branch that you also use all the time. Oh, my God. And Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I've had my card compromised, but it always ends up being, like, skimmed and used in some, like, random SO in Scarborough. Like, it's never my your local branch. No. Yo, nothing wrong with SO in Scarborough. <laughs> no, I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying it always tends to be there. Yes. Was your PIN number super complicated? So that was a question they asked. And I was like, okay, well, you're guessable. And I was like, well, uh, unfortunately, it was my birthday. And they were like, oh. Oh, Lindsay. come on. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, You okay. know you're not yeah. supposed to use I your know, birthday I as your pin, right? There's just so many pins. I can't remember all these pins anymore. And, and we came up with our pins. And keep in mind, we all came up yes. with our pins years ago when we only needed right. one number. So they said, next step, you need to make a police report. That's what I did. I go to the police department. I tell them everything. Um, I work with the fraud department. And essentially, they're like, okay, we can help you. We'll work with the bank's fraud department, and we can try and pull photos and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, perfect. So they call me about a week later and call me into the station and sit me down. And first, they show me picture after picture of me, like <laughs> my face, me walking into the bank, like I'm not even talking, like I'm talking like 20, 30, 40, 50 pictures of me. Yeah. Basically, they're proving how often I use yeah. this bank machine. So I'm like, okay, but then they bring up this photo of a guy. He's wearing all black, black sunglasses, black hat, something black covering his face. And on those cameras, when, they're, when you're at a bank machine, the camera's like right in your face and it yeah. can tell how tall you are. This guy was over six feet tall. I'm like, oh, clearly it wasn't me. So the cop looks at me and he's like, you need to figure out who this was because it was your bank card. It was your, um, your PIN number. It had to be someone who has access. So like, he's looking at me, basically insinuating this guy that I've been dating. Oh, wow. So I did. I came home. I texted him and I said, look, like no one's doing anything about my missing money. I'm so upset. So I went to the police and opened up an investigation. Immediately, I get a phone call from this guy saying, hey, we got to meet up. We got to meet up. We know. Let's meet up. So I'm like, oh, God. Thinking the worst, right? So I jump in the car and I open the front door and his friend is in the back seat, like in the middle of the seat. In the oh back. no! Yeah, and I get in, and I'm already nervous. Like I'm like, oh my god, this is something is weird here. So they're driving away. No one says a thing. It's silent, and I'm like, okay, like what's going on? Like why are you guys so quiet? No one's saying anything. And they pulled down like a side street, and like they pulled up beside like a park, an empty parking lot, and oh I was freaking god. out. And I'm like, someone needs to say something, or I'm like getting out of this car right now. So they eventually they confessed. They told me that they orchestrated this plan to take the money out. They got into trouble with online gambling and apparently with loan sharks. Oh, (laughs) my God. So how did they get your card and all that stuff? He basically said that that one evening that he was at my house, we went on the balcony. At some point, he went up and went, used the washroom, took the debit card out of my wallet. We went on the balcony. He dropped the debit card from the second floor balcony 
his friend who was on the bottom picked <gasps> up my debit card. Oh my god! Went to my bank and he covered himself up, took out the money. Went, thankfully, it was like a max he could only take it was two thousand. Yeah. Drove back and then I remember distinctly that guy saying, "I want to show you something on my laptop." So he went out into the parking lot, got his laptop, came back up, showed me something. But in the meantime, while he was downstairs, the guy gave him back my debit card. He came back upstairs, put it back in my wallet, and wow. that was that. Wow. wow. <laughs> Scumbags. Whoa. Scumbags. So you obviously Scumbags. broke up with the guy. Like, you didn't see him again, right? Oh, my God. No, no, no. Not at all. <laughs> but but so, so what happened to them? Um, well, the police said that... It was up to me whether or not I'm going to press charges. And I thought, okay, so eventually I got my money back. So that's important to say. So he did come back later. I demanded, I'm like, if you don't bring my money back, I'm going, I'm going to press charges. So he came back crying like a big blubbering mess (laughs) and handed the debit card or the cash back to me. And so I got my money back. So I decided, you know what, I'm not going to destroy this guy's life. I'm going to move on. I got my money back. And his karma will be with him forever. You so. girls and your karma. We got to believe in something, right? <laughs> Damn, Lindsay, that is Jeez. one hell of a story. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, be careful. <laughs> yeah, be careful. <laughs> it could be even friends of friends, so you never know. I Damn. know. Thank I know. you so much for joining us today, Lindsay. Thank you. Hello, is this Alexandra? Hey, Mocha. Yes, it is. How are you? Good. Welcome to the Raws and Mocha show. We understand that you have a question. I do. It's actually for Roz. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm a supply teacher and I'm in Acton District High School for the first time today. I'm wondering if you have any tips or tricks if that's the high school that you went to or anything I should know about Acton. Mm, Acton, Roz's hometown. Yeah. Talks a lot about it in his book, A Little Bit Broken. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, okay, so I... Is that the school you went to? Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's only one high nice. school. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, you have to understand that when I was in high school, I graduated. What are you, what, 2023? So this is the... 30th anniversary of me graduating high school this year. Oh, 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 oh. Wow, oh, are you going to go to your okay. high school reunion? I don't even think there is a reunion. Oh, I don't man. know. They set one up. Believe me, I'm not the organizing type. It is not going to be on me. <laughs> okay. okay, so I, uh, I I was there 30 years ago is when I was in that school. Okay, when I was okay. in that when I was in that school. Um, if it was really, really cold out, you could get away with going into the cafeteria and just propping the door open with a boot and smoking your cigarette inside the cafeteria, but blowing it outside. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> okay. I don't think that's the kind of advice Alexandra wants to, Okay. So wants I'm just, no, but what I'm saying is that you're asking me if I have any advice. I, I It has been 30 years since I was in high school. Uh, so much has changed. Uh, I haven't been really back to that town. I don't think I've been back in Acton since they gave me my street sign. Wow. To be honest with you, the which was respect is real. Which was 11, 12 years ago, something like that, right? Damn, Maybe man. I was back once, but uh-huh. but I don't I don't think I, I have been back. Uh, from what everything I understand, it's still a great town. It's still a great school. Um, but do I have any advice on how to navigate Acton or the high school? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you what said it, that you're a uh, you're a supply teacher. So is this the your your first class that you're supplying, or just your first time in Acton? Just my first time in Acton. Yeah, it's funny. There's a sign on one of the walls in the staff room that says, it's worth the drive. I drove from South Burlington, so it was quite a drive. But everyone has been 
very nice. So, oh, so it is worth know, the drive. Do you know where that, that phrase comes from, which was the bane of my existence and everybody else who grew up in Acton? No, I don't. Okay. So, wait, how old are you, Alexandra? I'm 30. Okay. Uh, okay. So, here is so Acton had one sort of claim to fame years ago when I was growing up, and that was there was a giant leather coat store in Acton called the Old Hyde House. Okay, oh, yes. and the old hide house used to run commercials like crazy on television, and the slogan was "It's worth the drive to Acton." Okay, oh. and then and then so when I left that town, anytime anybody from that town left, and somebody was like, "Oh, where are you from?" and you were like Acton, they were like, "Is it worth the drive?" <laughs> Yo, the advertising worked, bro. Every <laughs> single that was like your life for decades. After you okay. left, okay, is that everybody would say, "Oh, is it, is it worth the drive?" Wait, I have a question. <laughs> yeah, because um, in your book, a little bit broken, which is out everywhere, by yes. the way, uh, you talk about like the many different jobs that you've had, right? Yes. How have you not worked at the old hide house? Did you ever work there? So my mom was a manager at the old hide house. She couldn't even hook oh, you up with a job. Uh, no, because I worked. Did, no, because I, you, you, they didn't hire children to do like high end retail. Oh. And then there was a there was a restaurant at the old hide house. It used to be called Jack. Tanner's table. <laughs> okay. Right? And you had to wear a tuxedo shirt and a, and a bow tie if you wanted to if you wanted to wait tables there. And they were never going to hire me with my long hair and everything else. Uh. Um, but I had a girlfriend that uh, that was a, a a server there and she got great tips. Um, but uh, but yeah, but yeah, no, it was that that that's where that phrase came from. It's worth the drive, and it was just the, it was like the bane of my existence. I I, I can't even stand hearing that that uh, those words now. It's worth the drive Uh-oh. to Acton. What yeah. uh, what grade are you teaching today? Uh, it's a bunch. Oh, okay. so I teach yeah high school as you know. So I think it's going to be from nine through twelve today. Okay, mm-hmm. what uh, like a particular class or like English or math or what are you? Yeah, I actually have two music and one English. Oh, oh, music. And it's your first yeah. time in Acton? Uh, well, no, not my first time in Acton. I was here when I was, like, little, little. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, as a teacher, yes. Yeah. All right. So before you leave the town, uh, plug into your GPS, Roz Weston Lane, and go go take a visit. <laughs> it's. I will, for sure. And then maybe, like, I don't know, can we talk to you tomorrow? Like, can you report back on how the, the, the lane is doing? Because every time we talk to someone in that area about the lane it doesn't sound like the town is you know upkeeping the lane no. the best oh, like there, there was one time we talked to someone they said that the sign was like knocked over and a snow plow hit it or something and then like another that. time they were like oh, the grass is so high like yeah. they didn't mow the lawn back yeah. there it's the the lane that that uh, connects the tim hortons to the beer store yeah <laughs> i will definitely report back tomorrow um, maybe I can text in a picture too, so you can see. Please, oh, please do. do. Yeah, yeah. Take a lot of pictures. Yeah, what David is it, Maury? Can I play something for Roz? What is it? Great Canadian coat sale at the old hide house. It's worth the drive to Acton. Yeah, that's the commercial. <laughs> the bloody commercial. Uh, I don't know if any of that helped. I don't think it really did. No, I got, I got nothing for you. I don't know how to relate to high school kids. No, I did forget about the lane, so I'm glad you brought it up, and I will definitely check it out. Okay, okay cool. well, we can't wait to talk to you again tomorrow. Same. Take care, guys. Right, Have a wonderful care. day. Love you lots. Bye-bye. You too. Love you. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Alexandra, welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? Hey, Mocha, I'm well. How are you? Good. Uh, Alexandra joined us on the show yesterday, substitute mm-hmm. teacher uh, 
at a high school at Roz's high school in his hometown of Acton. <laughs> and you were calling in yesterday to uh, to get some advice from Roz about the high school or about the kids, about the students. What was your your day like yesterday with them? Oh my gosh. It was a rough one. Really? <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. The kids were unruly, I'll put it that way. No! Oh, yes. No! So nothing has oh, changed yes. since Roz was there. No, it doesn't sound like it. <sighs> so how old are the kids that uh, that you had yesterday? Like, what so grades? Roughly 13 to 18 yeah. are the ages. Okay. okay. So when you say unruly, <laughs> what are you talking about? There was no corralling them, no disciplining them. They just did whatever they want, whenever they want. It was crazy. Really? Now, do you think that this was because they knew you were a substitute teacher and they wouldn't Um, act that way, like if their regular teachers were there? Yeah, definitely not this ridiculous when their regular teachers are there, for sure. I I get the the feeling that attitudes towards subs hadn't hadn't changed i i thought that maybe they had over the years but i remember being in school like when you got to school and you walked through those doors and somebody said that you had a sub that day it's the greatest day of the year (laughs) it was basically a free day free day Uh because what's that sub gonna do oh there was one day i was legit homesick like i had the flu and Uh i found out that we had a sub that day Mm -hmm. i'd never been more pissed off (laughs) (laughs) i wasted a day I wasted wow. a day sitting at home. Okay, so Whoa, it did. It, yeah. I, I want to know what the most like outrageous thing that happened from a student yeah, yesterday. Give us an example here. Oh my gosh, I got to go back. Sometimes when I spend too much time with the kids, my brain just goes to mush, and then I can't think anymore. Same thing with me um, with Maury. Um, you know? You feel me? Yeah, I do. Um, well, one student was just like kicking chairs over, <sighs> wouldn't listen to me, leaving the classroom, going on stage where he shouldn't be with instruments that he <sighs> shouldn't have. Um, oh, it was it was crazy. Oh, yeah, because you uh, also substitute teach music class, right? I do it all for okay. high school, yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, was there any redeeming quality about uh, my, my former school? Was it Acton High? Oh, yeah. Is that what it's Acton, called? Acton yeah. High School, Acton yeah. High, yeah. Was there any redeeming quality at all? Anything nice? Anything good happen? There was. There were lovely adults to speak to there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the teachers are great. Faculty there oh, was yeah, great. Yeah, the yeah. teachers were great. Yeah, so I can't complain on that front. How was the uh, How was the teachers lounge? Did you get to hang out there at all? I did. Yeah, that's actually where I saw the uh, the quote that you can't stand. Oh yeah, that's where the drive acting. <laughs> yeah, that that teachers lounge though, man. That's uh, that was a great spot. Um, okay, so I, I feel terrible. Like I feel like I've let you uh, I've let you down in some weird way, <laughs> but I take responsibility for for oh, this. Wait a minute, Alexandra. So in Ross's old high school there in his hometown of Acton, now that he is a uh, published <laughs> author, was there anything like in the hallway referencing Roz and the book? A little bit broken. Yeah, like, is there a statue or anything they, like that of me yet? I wasn't gonna oh. go that far, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> but at least like is the book displayed like in a glass case oh, with other one. things Thank that you. are also representative of the, the high school, like trophies and stuff like good that. Good question. Good question. Uh that's a great question, yes. Um and unfortunately I paid no attention. I'm oh. <laughs> oh. No banner, nothing no like that. Hey, did you go down my lane, Roz Weston Way? Yes, because that's what we told yeah. you yesterday. Oh, my God. We're looking a little sad, Roz. Shush. So, oh Roz gosh. Weston Lane, it connects the, uh, it's the alley yeah. that connects the Tim Hortons to the beer store. How's it look? Oh, my gosh. Lots of trash. You know, trash. lots of trash. <laughs> yeah, lots of trash. Uh-huh. Lots of dead things. Dead things? <laughs> like what? <laughs> 
like not a, like plants like and like trees. A, oh, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Not like animals and people. No. Not from what I could see, but there was some some object I couldn't identify as well. well. I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you that that actually suits me. If you knew me and 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 how I grew up and everything else, that dirty alley is exactly what I deserved. Um, <laughs> what did it smell like? Smell? Oh no, no! I kept my windows rolled right up. It's, I was not going to. You're smell not going to. You're going to get carjacked in my alley. <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> here's the thing. So when I get too tired of people, I will take my lunch and I will uh, like drive yeah. somewhere that I want to be, so I don't have to deal with anyone anymore. So I did that. And guess what street I came across to eat my lunch on? Mine? That's a wild guess. My alley? Oh, no. 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 Oh, oh, what street? Ransom Street. Ransom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. I feel like yeah. your hometown should be renamed Sketchtown for sure. Shut up <laughs> with you. <laughs> Alexandra, it was so great connecting with you again. I'm sorry that your time in, in acting hasn't been treating you very well. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. It was worth the drive. Uh, Have a great, great day. Too. Love you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Oh, yes, always. You know me, I believe in luck. (laughs) I do, I do. You don't. Yes, I do. I really do. I don't believe in a lot of things, but I do believe in luck. Uh, Did you see that TikTok that went bonkers with this girl talking about lucky girl syndrome and (laughs) manifesting? This isn't, yes, this is like another, if you just really want it to happen, it will. And it, that is usually reserved for just good-looking people. I didn't watch the video, but I'm assuming this woman is attractive. All of her videos, majority of her TikToks, yeah, are of her talking to the camera, talking to her phone yes. while applying her makeup. Okay, okay, yeah, I get okay. you. I get you. She's a makeup influencer, right? Yeah. She's so, so lucky girl syndrome is the sort of new thing, right? Mm-hmm. So. What is she saying that like she just also happens to be lucky, but she then also manifests things like oh, she just. I'm glad. How does you it asked. work? Explain lucky girl syndrome oh, to me. I will let her explain. Oh, okay. It to please. You. Thank you. Listen to what I'm about to say because this is going to change your life. Ever since I started to do this, it started flying at my face. I genuinely consider myself one of the luckiest people I know. Like I get the most insane opportunities thrown at me out of nowhere. Literally no better way to explain it than like it feels like the odds are completely in my favor. I've thought about this and talked about it with friends before and be and like asked myself like I wonder why this always happens to me. I'm not exactly sure at what point this started for me but ever since I can remember I have always made it a point to tell everyone I am so lucky. I just always expect great things to happen to me, and so they do. And I know there's going to be someone in the comments who's like, well, that just opens more room for disappointment because if something doesn't go your way, then, like, you're going to be disappointed. Well, no, because nothing ever doesn't go my way. And, like, if it doesn't go the exact way that I wanted to go, then something better comes up after it. The thing is, it wasn't until I genuinely believed that great things just happened to me out of nowhere that things literally started flying at my face like i'm not kidding constantly and my friends are can vouch for that because they've heard me say this i'm constantly saying great things are always happening to me unexpectedly i say this like on a regular basis i'm like oh my god great things are always happening to me unexpectedly and i believe it when i say it so i think that also plays a huge role being quite honest i don't even think the phrase nothing ever works out for me has ever come out of my mouth i don't even call this like toxic positivity because i genuinely believe that like the best things just happen to me no one that i hate more than those people who are like yeah but i'm a realist like get the 
out of my face. Like, cool, that's probably why your life is literally going like So trust me when wow. I say this, try being delusional for a month and tell me if your life doesn't change. <laughs> Okay, okay. Is that girl lucky okay. or what? Toxic positivity. I've never heard that before, <laughs> first of all. Uh, try being oblivious for a month. Uh, somebody just texted and said, guys, manifesting is real. No, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. How would this... Okay. My only issue with this, right? Yes. I'm mean, sorry, not my only issue. My big issue with this uh -huh. is I understand going on TikTok and saying, guys, I think that I'm super lucky. I have like a no can lose attitude. I go through the month being completely, you know, delusional and things just happen to work out. You would not believe the opportunities. Things just start flying at my face. Never once in that video does she give even one example of something positive that happened like is her level like you know walked into starbucks and there was nobody in there i was first in line like what is her level or, of i played powerball and i won millions or exactly right like right? what is the level well, of lucky that we're talking about here people are kind of going along with her lucky girl syndrome talk i'm a lucky girl and applying it in their own life yep and these two girls posted a tiktok about this okay and what you're going to hear is them telling the story of how they've started using lucky girl syndrome. Okay. And they're sitting in the car and they're eating Chinese food. Okay. This is what you hear. And it's important that I say that. Okay. Okay? Because you hear them talking about their favorite noodles okay. and stuff. So then we were talking about this on our little walk that we went on on campus. Mm -hmm. And we were like, okay, we had a little issue. And the little issue that we had was we were like, frick, sometimes stuff don't be working out for us. And we both True. wanted... <laughs> In our new apartment. <laughs> we both wanted the bottom bedroom. Yeah. Because there were two bedrooms on the bottom, two on the top. We are like, ooh, we want the bottom bedrooms. The bottom bedrooms. But we were like, no, like, we want our roommates to, like, also have what they want. So we are like, yeah. everything just works out for us. Like, it just works out. So we started saying this, and we said it all the time. Yeah. Every we said it, like, time. going to the library. Like, anytime we would see each other, anytime. Like, we still say it all the time. Yeah. Like, I still say it. I'll be, like, driving in my car, and I'm just like, wow. I can't believe how well, everything just, just works now. out for me. We just went to get these noodles. Yeah. And we're like, well, they might be closed. No. We got mm -hmm. there. We're like, everything just works out for us. So, okay, anyway, our roommate comes to us, like, literally, like, the next day, two days later. It was, like, right after. It was literally right after. And she was like, I thought about it. I'm like, I think you two should have the bottom bedrooms. Like, I want to have the top yes! bedrooms. And we were like, everything works out for us. Yeah, everything works out for us. And like, then, thanks. yeah. So like, they're not serious, those lucky two. Lucky girl syndrome. Come on. They got the bedroom. Come they got on. the noodles. Come on. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I guess because we talk about it so much. Yeah. Another uh, fan. I wish I had his name. I can't remember. My DMs are so full. Oh. Excuse me. Um, but shut up, shut Not like that. <laughs> 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 but because we always play um, clips of pets, animals sounding like humans. <sighs> okay, now I know where you're going. I get these every day. <laughs> right? Yes. Yo, check this out. Listen yeah. to what this cat says. Yeah. Listen to what this dog says. Yeah. Right? So I have another dog one. But if we can just go back and revisit some of the classics out there. Yeah. Like, of course, there's the no-no cat. No, 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 no. Right? Yeah. Then there's also the cat that says, hello. <laughs> and then there's another cat that says hello. Huh. <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> That's my cat, man. My cat says hello. And then there's a cat that says Olong Johnson. Oh, my God. 
If you guys remember the most recent one where it's a cat that sounds like it says it's saying I'm fat Billy, the Peter Pan Billy, and I'm gonna pop wheelies. Yeah. Like a full out sentence, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> that dude, man. I wanna hang with that cat. <laughs> full sentence. Uh so the one the person uh, sent me. Yeah. Is of a dog saying hello, mm-hmm. but in a British accent. Oh. Okay. Now, the person recording, you're going to hear like the sound of the television playing in the background. Idiot couldn't mute it. And in there, you will hear the dog. It's a little chihuahua okay. saying hello in a British accent. Come on, I've got you. <laughs> Some traffic light bags. Okay. Greenies go. Hello. Going out. Did you hear that part? Yeah, okay. Hello, 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 hello. Hello. <laughs> Watch too much Peppa Pig. Hello. Right? Hello, hello. Come on, I've got you. <laughs> Some traffic light bags, okay? Greenies go. Hello. Going out. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm fascinated with... Uh... I heard, there was another one that somebody sent me the other day where it was like a cat just saying okay over and over again. Uh, but uh, but I get this all the time with, and we have one cat that says hello, uh-huh. right? But it only says hello at a very specific time of day. And what? Yeah. So it's always it first thing in the morning when I'm sleeping and the cat is hungry and stands at the foot of the stairs and yells at me to give him breakfast, right? So like, I can, hello, I'm hungry. So I can never record it because he never does it at any other time of day. Uh-huh. And he's always so far away from me that I can hear it, but like the phone is never close enough. And even if I sneak up, he hears me, he sees me, whatever, he goes away. But he's been saying hello for years and I can never document it. A, you just have to set up a recording Oh, thing. like I'm going to go buy those things that like uh, weirdos, like kidnappers and hunters use in the forest? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, do that. Like Come a on, deer, man. like a deer camera. Yes, yes. Absolutely. No, do it. No. Then you'll get I'm this. Rig my house. Yeah, then you get this. Oh, man's are hungry. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. See all those photos, or the couple of photos of Ben Affleck working the drive-through at Dunkin' Donuts in Massachusetts. Why? The speculation is that he's filming a. Uh, Super Bowl commercial. Oh, so close gotcha, to the Super gotcha, Bowl. Gotcha. And we always know that the celebs make their appearance in all these spots, right? I, when's the Super ads? Bowl, though? Super Bowl February next 5th month. Soon. This seems late to me for shooting a Super Bowl commercial, but who am I? Four weeks away, man. That's late. You think so? Late. I don't think so. Late. Mm-mm, I don't think so. Yeah. And at one point, um, his wife, Jennifer Lopez, Pulls up in her SUV. Oh. Her white SUV. And uh, orders and gets her order from her husband. I think that you set this up wrong. What do you mean? I think that this is Jennifer Lopez shooting a Super Bowl commercial that Ben Affleck also happens to be in. There you go. 
Right. Yes, this is not Ben Affleck shooting a Super Bowl commercial. <sighs> this is Jennifer Lopez shooting a Super Bowl commercial. Supporting actor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. This is oh, this is J Lo's deal. Yeah. Right. Supportive husband. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Also, good on Dunkin' Donuts for throwing that much money at J Lo. I know. Could you like imagine? that is a weird fit? Mm-hmm. Like who at Dunkin' Donuts was like, God, who are we gonna get that like really works with our brand? And somebody goes J Lo. Yeah. Right. I wonder if someone suggested it as a joke and then everyone else was like, you know what? Let's just try. First of all, I don't think anybody would ever joke about J-Lo. No, joke is in. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> but I don't think. Like, I don't, we would never get Jennifer I, Lopez. I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that, listen, there's people who work in these marketing firms who are just, you know, brilliant at, at doing this kind of thing. They're actually serving like regular customers and they have to sign like paperwork. Really? I yeah. guess that that's the only way to do it, though, because you have to get that authentic reaction to. Oh. To J-Lo and Ben Affleck at a Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. What would the equivalent be? I don't even know. Like In Massachusetts. It's not like, like it was in a no. heavily populated city like New York or L.A. or anything no, ex- like that. No, right? exactly. Like it would have to be like the equivalent of having Ben Affleck serve you a donut and a coffee. Elon Musk pumping your gas? No, it would have to be like, no, it would have to be like you're in London and you, 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 you get off a, a, a flight and you go to jump in your cab. And Harry Styles is the driver. Like it would, like that's the kind of level we're talking about here, right? right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of like shock. Oh, Rihanna. Yeah. Rihanna's your Uber driver. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's too dangerous. Yeah. But so, uh, but yeah, this seems late to me for shooting a Super Bowl commercial. But hey, you know who am I? But God, what did they pay? What did Dunkin' Donuts pay uh, Jennifer Lopez for that commercial? Yeah, millions. Oof. Astronomical. Oof. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. What's going on? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Dan Mori's here. Shem is here as well. Mm-hmm. Gang, gang in the building. <laughs> I watched a new game show last night that premiered with RuPaul as host. It's basically Wordle. It's called Lingo, and people solve Wordles to win money on TV. Who's running that? It was on CBS. Is it RuPaul as RuPaul, or is it RuPaul as... RuPaul is the guy RuPaul. RuPaul is the... Is his name still RuPaul when he's not RuPaul? Yeah. 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 Really, huh? It was, uh, you know, it's he funny because I was right? disappointed. I thought, like, when you say hosted by RuPaul, you're going to come out and drag and be awesome. They probably didn't pay him enough for that. Mm. You, you have paid. to pay extra? Oh, I'm sure you do. Oh, for, the, like, the RuPaul experience? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want the full RuPaul? Yeah. Yeah. It's you, this tier. Yes. In payment. Yes. Otherwise, I just come out in a suit. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sure that there have been talk shows and stuff like that in the past that have booked RuPaul thinking RuPaul was going to come out as RuPaul and that RuPaul walks out in a suit and they're like, oh. RuPaul yeah. was here for Pride and was in a suit, not was, drag. Really, huh? Because oh, yeah. they didn't pay. Yeah, they didn't pay. They didn't pay the premium tier. <laughs> no, man. They didn't it's check Pride. The f- okay, I can solve that word. It's spelled C-A-S-H. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the show? It's called Lingo, and apparently they said on the show that Lingo was before Wordle, so it got oh, me into thinking that did Wordle rip off Lingo? Ugh. Listen, it doesn't matter at this One, point. two, three. So it's still five letters. Mm-hmm. No, oh, on yeah. the TV show, you also do a round where there's six letters. Oh, that's impossible. And nobody 12. Can, nobody, <laughs> 12. Can do, nobody can do six. Yeah, the super lingo is 12 letters. Super lingo. <laughs> <laughs> that's stupid. Uh, wow, well, and you know what? The game board is set up exactly like Wordle. Yes. Really? Yeah, yeah, the exact yeah. Is same. This, is this like a remake of like an old 70s game show? Because that's usually what these game shows are. Uh-huh. 
And, and it's the same as Wordle where if you guess a letter and it's in the it wrong is. place, it's orange. I bet you this is a old reboot of a game show. Really? Yeah. But then wouldn't be. we have known that when Wordle became so I'm popular? Yeah. yeah. Originally, 1987 and 1988. Oh. So did, did Wordle rip off this? I don't know, man. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> what are you investigating? <laughs> yeah, it's like history. Like, who cares? Who, was it an entertaining show? Very much so. Well, there you go. That's all you need to know. Who ripped off who more? Jeez, man. You're so invested in that. And this game show, hosted by the iconic RuPaul, the simplest of words could be worth thousands of dollars. Oh. Let's play lingo. That's what the website says. Yeah, I'd yeah. watch that show. Who runs it again? Who'd you say? Yeah, it was on like, CBS last night. Oh, it's like a prime time. Every Wednesday, Oh, yeah. it's not going to be around for long then. Oh. Dominate that game, bro. <laughs> you think so, Shem? Oh, come on, man. You see what I do in the game Shem's good. Shem would be like, why are you wearing a miniskirt? Because he's got his answers <laughs> written on his leg. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shem's, like a, Shem's like a 14-year-old in high school cheating on a final exam. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, Marco, what's going on? It's Ron Zamoka. How are you? I'm still alive, man. How are you doing? Good, buddy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Um, this uh, question is for you, Roz. Oh, okay. And I know it's like kind of a, an off-season, off-time of season to be talking about grass. Grass? Uh-huh. But he says uh, the in-house grass pro. When is the best time to lay down sod? I'm in a new construction area, moved in last year. My soil has been graded by the builder, but they're also putting down sod right now. Will the grass latch and be okay to come in during the spring? Can you even lay sod in the snow? Well, they did. I mean, I, <laughs> I was, was kind of wondering. Wait a second. They put they put the sod on the snow? Well, there was snow on the ground, but then it melted over, over uh, I think, a, a weekend or so, and then they put grass. Yeah, like, but then okay. snow fell again. <laughs> I know, which is kind of weird. Okay, no, jeez. Uh, so, so what is the best time? Not now, uh-huh. right? Like if you're if you are in Georgia or Texas, you know you can lay down sod this time of year. The the ground doesn't need to, but you you can't. You don't want to be laying sod on frozen ground. Like sod has to to latch, and even if the the sod that they are laying is dormant. Um, it's not going to it, it's not going to survive enough to be anything that is worthwhile come the springtime. There's just no way. Mm. It's a bad idea. It's a waste of money. You may have to talk to your builder and say, like, guys. I I would even say right now, like, dude, if you want like the best shot for sod, you're waiting until September. Mm-hmm. September, right? Not, they can't even do it during the spring. I mean, spring is spring is fine, but you know, as soon as that hot weather hits, like you, you, I mean, you can you can lay sod in the spring if you have a really good irrigation system where you're going to keep it moist for two to three weeks and let that and sort of let the grass do what it's got to do. Yeah, you I know, think it's kind of a waste right now. I don't honest. understand anybody. I mean, I understand like maybe even some sod farms, I guess, like, you know, indoor growers and stuff like this. But grass is dormant right now. Grass isn't growing right now. It's not doing anything yeah, right now. Yeah. Yeah. By oh. springtime, your front yard, or I guess they put it in the front and the backyard. Yeah. Like it's going to be a mess. Now, are you paying for this sod or is it just part of the, the deal with the, the housing complex? No, it's part, it's part of the deal. And uh, funny enough, they only did the front because they haven't done the back yet. We'll oh, see how the so front they'll they'll probably going to come by in the spring and throw some sod in the back, and 
and then you just as a homeowner have to pray for the best. But if you want sod to take, like you gotta water it, man. Like like new grass mm-hmm. needs water. Yeah. Like and it can't it can't dry out. It just seems weird that in the winter time I saw people doing this two weeks ago. Really? Yeah, downtown there was just some park where these guys showed up with, with some rolls of sod and I just drove by and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like what are you you're charging somebody an extreme amount of money to say, yeah, no problem. We can throw some sod down. You know, in late December it was. You can't. Yeah. Right. And like not, somebody like Marco, gonna... by the time spring comes, you're gonna have to get new sod from uh for the front yard, right? So I don't know. Like yeah. for me, I'd reach out to the builder right away to ask them why and what happens when springtime comes and all the snow melts and that sod hadn't caught and it you can like lift it up like a carpet. Yeah, that's right. Mocha like, are they up, are they gonna are they gonna replace it? Yeah, Mocha brings up a good point, which is they may be doing this now because they have to sit some, hit some sort of deadline. But is that guaranteed from the builder? You know, like you can't mm. just throw down you know sod in the snow and then come the spring when you're like, hey, all my grass is dead, and they're gonna look at you and go, well, we put it down. Yeah, you know, like if you have the option, I would say come and get your stupid sod and come back in the spring and throw it down. Yeah, I'd reach out to the builder. Yeah, for sure. That, that That's definitely another possibility. So. Yeah, yeah. Look at us talking about grass in January. <laughs> Jesus, man. Thanks, Marco. Thanks. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Finn Wolfhard, a.k.a. Mike from Stranger Things, was on Fallon last night. Oh, yeah? Um, he co-wrote and directed his very first movie called Hell of a Summer. But, of course, you can't talk to... Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things without bringing up season five, which is on the way. And it's the final season mm-hmm. for Stranger Things. So a couple things um, that came from his interview on Fallon is just how secretive the Duffer brothers are with the cast when it comes to everything. Key moments, yeah. plot, script, all of that. But then also an interesting story because you... We've heard in the past the potential of spinoffs, right? And then Phil Finn Wolfhard tells a story about a spinoff idea and a conversation he had with the Duffer Brothers. Uh, and and well, season five, <laughs> season five. This is the this, the last season coming up. Yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. are you nervous, excited, sad, or just waiting for all those emotions? It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, once it's all done, I, I'm just excited to like go back and actually like finish it. Yeah. Uh, so to, uh, they released the. Ep- the name of the first episode yeah. is called The Crawl. I'm not even joking. I found out about that yesterday. Really? Yeah. So you, they don't, you, you don't know? They just, they just did it and you go, oh, when are you guys going to tell me? No, and I think people, like a lot of people don't believe it because it just is like, they don't, like, of course you know, you're on the show, but like they're really, they're super cagey. Um, yeah. And I'm so. Per- for a good reason. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Or else I'd go blabbing on a, you know, to, on the Tonight Show. Yeah, exactly. But. <laughs> But um, but I heard also that you because you have a creative brain you have a very uh, artistic brain a great brain and I I, I think you said like as a joke to uh, someone on the staff or on the crew uh, you were doing Stranger Things she goes you should do a spinoff of blah 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 and you said something and, and they were like you're kind of right well yeah so I, we were on set filming Stranger Things four and I we were all talking about like yeah if there's gonna be like. Like, joking, like, oh, they're all going to have us back in 20 years. We're all going to be, like, fat and old and being like, 11, where are you? You know, that kind of thing. Um, and, uh, and then I was like, oh, but, like, if you guys are actually going to do a spinoff, it should be this. And I said it, and then the Duffers, like, looked at each other, and they looked at me, and they're like, can we talk to you for a second? And then they, like, pulled me off, and they're like, that is the idea. Like, who told you? And I was like, no one. 
And, and they were like, what do you mean? You just like came up with it? And I was like, well, no, I just thought that that would be like a cool way to kind of expand. And they were like, what is? Yeah. And they were like, well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and they were like, yeah, it was really funny. They're like, okay, well, don't tell anyone. Uh, <laughs> so. and, and it's our idea. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You know, yeah. So whatever that idea oh, is, that's God, Finn Wolfhard. That's the worst story I've ever heard in my life. I love <laughs> Finn Wolfhard. No. <laughs> but what was the point of that? I guess to say that when they were just kind of like mucking around talking ideas on spinoffs, he had this idea, said it out loud. The Duffer brothers were like, did you hear that from someone else? Yeah, because that I, is the exact I idea get that, that we but have. But why tell the story if you can't say what the idea I was? To brag. Obviously to be like, to brag so that when you do see it, you can remember that he also had the idea. I think yeah. that they should just do a straight up sitcom based around Scoops Ahoy. <laughs> Yo, what if that is the idea? You know what I mean? Like just to take it in a completely different direction. Yeah, yeah. Just it, the whole thing takes yeah. place in Scoops Ahoy. Yeah, super cheap show to produce. But you don't know that One could set. be the idea. Yeah. Oh, didn't that place blow up though? Didn't when they destroyed the mall? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I assume there's more than one location. You're right, Maury. That's a definitely a franchise, <laughs> franchise place. Yes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Stop it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Ra- or Mocha. I'm sorry. I know who you guys are. That's okay. Mocha, you used to be a 91.5 The Beat, so I've known you for a long time. <laughs> okay, yes. The old radio station in Kitchener I worked at uh, forever That's ago. Right. Uh, what's yeah, your yeah, name? Yeah. Monica. Monica sent us this text message, Roz. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year. Welcome back. You guys were missed. I started listening to your podcast in August, uh, up to current and during the holidays. I decided to start at episode number one. I finished up to episode number four just this morning. Oh, 74 wow. this morning. So how did you, disc- like, you knew about the Roz and Mocha show from before, though? Like, before the podcast? To be honest, yeah, I used to listen to you guys every Friday morning. I obviously the Climax Mix. Yeah. Um, and your hell of a story. Love that episode. Which, by the way, is not in any of your previous podcasts. So I'm excited to get to when you include hell of a story. But, yeah, so then anyway, I started listening to all your podcasts that I was in love. Every day after your show, I'd listen to the podcast. Then I'd go back a couple episodes. Then I'd listen to the current one, go back a couple so anyway, I made it all the way up to current, and then you guys were off. I was like, "What am I going to do?" So I said, "Episode one, let's go." Okay, <laughs> so going back because like that's like what, like four or five years now that we started the 19- podcast, 2018. Okay, so where, based on the last episode that you listened to, episode 74, what were we talking about? Episode 74. Oh my god. Um, okay, let me think. Let me just think. We were just on 74. We were just there. Um, we had a lady call, uh, ask a question. Things you guys have never done before. That's common for other people you talked about your swimming and your vacation and then ross went on about he never had short hair he's never you know never lived without his brother and then maury went on about never mowed a lawn i've never you know you know more i do have a quick question for you mocha or yeah ross no mocha I needed to know. Uh, one of your episodes was a website you went to, like 99 people who paid 99 cents. And you did it. And then a cop called in OPP saying, Ramoka, you better change your credit card. That's definitely a scam. And the whole time when you were doing it, I was like, Mocha, no, it's a scam. So I wanted to know, did you get a new credit card or did you just keep yours and did it ever get charged? Okay. Say that one more time because no you idea. speak What the so hell fast. are you talking about? Slow down. Guys, what I'm happened so with my credit card? Okay, sorry. I talk really quickly, and talking to you two is making me super nervous. Okay. For three weeks, it's you okay. guys are best friends. Okay. It's okay. It's anyway. okay. We're best friends right now still. Okay, so slow um, down. One of what the happened? Episodes, yes. So one of the episodes, there was a website where you could pay 99 cents to see who paid 99 cents. 
It was oh. like a list of people. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Okay. right and then a right, cop right, called right, in. Right, I think right, it was an OPP right. called in and said, Mocha, you better change your credit card, blah, blah, blah. So I wanted to know, did it ever get charged? Did you, like, get a new credit card and say, you know, I'm not going to risk it? Or what happened? I have a new credit card with a new number, yes. Good job, Mocha. When you did that on the air, I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> what a great thing that was, huh? I completely forgot about this is that. This out of curiosity. There's a website where you could pay 90 99 cents to see who else paid 99 cents. <laughs> God. 2018, simpler what, times. What a scam. What a scam. Like, how dumb ass were we, right? It's amazing. I'm like, oh my God, what are you doing? Well, listen, you gotta, you know, you, 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 you got to find out with these things. <laughs> Curiosity. Well, Monica, thank you very much uh, for for spending the holidays with us, the Razamoka oh. Show and the podcast. Uh, and thank you for listening to the live show. We appreciate you. We love you. Happy New Year. Before we let you go, between Razamoka, who's your favorite? Oh, my God. Okay, so Moko, I feel like we have history because of where you were at one point, and that's still my local station. But man, Roz is the best. And I'm not going to oh. say why. Oh, well, no, I'll say why because he's the best, but I'm not going to say his catchphrase because you know how much I love his catchphrase. So, which catchphrase? Remind us again? No, 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 I'm not falling into that. But Roz, honestly, he's the best. He's got the best advice, that voice. His family life, like, uh, man, he's, my family's he's, better than your family. <laughs> Thanks. But you no, think you I'm think not, my family life is better than Mocha's family life? I just think your whole dynamic with you and Catherine and, and Roxy and your brother, I just think it's beautiful. And don't get me wrong, Mocha's family and, and, and his wife, the little guy, honest to God, they're the cutest little family. But your family dynamic isn't the normal, you know, that's not the most traditional. I just love that because it's, you know, I don't know. I think you guys are all amazing. What do you mean? What do you mean? I love it. I think your 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 family dynamic is beautiful. I think it's, it's not traditional. It's not traditional yes, about and it. I think that's beautiful. A lot of people always go by traditional ways, and and I just think that's great. I think it's beautiful. So. Mm, interesting. Okay. No, I feel like it's so hard when someone likes you. you nah. Make it so difficult. Nah. 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 I'm fine. I'm no, fine. Man, everyone always says Mocha's laugh is infectious. Roz, your laugh is infectious. When no. you start going, I start laughing like a crazy person. Well, so. thank you very much from everyone in my non-traditional family. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Roz, congratulations on the engagement. I can't wait for the, to see the wedding photos and whenever you pick a date and stuff. So. Thank you. Thank you, love. Have a wonderful Thanks. day, Monica. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Right. Bye, honey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Love this part of the podcast. A lot of people do. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yes, sir. You ready? Of course. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Is Prince Harry fatigue setting in? Uh, his new yes. book is uh, released tomorrow, but uh, there was a leak last week and then a bunch of interviews that were all pre-recorded. Uh, according to a new YouGov poll in the UK, shows that 64% of Brits have a negative view of Harry, while just 26% see him in a positive light. Mm. Uh, one of the big uh, bombshells that came out of the Anderson Cooper interview was uh, Harry talking about how he used drugs to cope with a lot of these stresses and uh, trauma in life. I resorted to drinking heavily because I wanted to numb the feeling or I wanted to distract myself from how, whatever I was thinking. And I would, you know, resort to drugs as well. Harry admits he smoked pot and used cocaine and writes that in his late 20s, he felt hopeless and lost. There was this weight on my chest that I felt for so many years and I was never able to cry. So I was constantly trying to find a way to cry 
but even sitting on my sofa and going over as many memories as I could muster up about my mum. And sometimes I watch videos online. Of your mum? Of my mum. Hoping to cry? Yep. And you couldn't? I couldn't. He sought out help from a therapist for the first time seven years ago and reveals he's also tried more experimental treatments. You write in the book about psychedelics, ayahuasca, psilocybin, mushrooms. You know, I, I would never recommend people to do this uh, recreationally, but doing it with the right people, if you are suffering from a huge amount of loss, grief, or trauma, then these things have a way of working as a medicine. Anderson Cooper, uh, ayahuasca and psilocybin, they just roll right off that man's tongue, huh? Like <laughs> anybody before. else would be like, look down at their notes and go, okay, ayahuasca, what is that? Anderson Cooper, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he knows. He knows. Uh, but because all of these interviews, the Anderson Cooper interview, interview and the ITV interview were all taped before the book leaked, the big thing that came out, and he still hasn't been questioned about it yet because none of the interviews that he has done since the leak have started to air, is when Prince Harry was talking talking about his military service where he gave his body count. And that is just something that no soldier really ever does. And he Mm -hmm. says, uh, when I was plugged into the heat of confusion of battle, I didn't think about those 25 people. You can't kill people if you see them as people. In truth, you can't hurt people if you see them as people. They were chess pieces taken off a board. Bad guys eliminated before they kill good guys. And this is from when he was in Afghanistan. And so the head of the Taliban released a statement based on Harry's comments of his 25 kills. He said, Mr. Harry, those ones you killed were not chess pieces. They were humans. They had families uh, who were waiting for their return. And the backlash now, Harry has had a lot of things, but the one thing that he's really, really, like, really, really been proud of was his military service because he fought like hell to actually um, allow to take part in actual military combat and also what he does for the Invictus Games, which is um, to help out wounded soldiers. Mm -hmm. But this, giving a body count and now putting everybody's security at risk is just something that soldiers don't do. And this is a former military intelligence officer, uh, Frank Ledwidge. He's he's championed um, disabled servicemen and women. Well, yes, that's all very well and all very honourable, but we're talking today about attitude to combat and attitude to casualties. Now, nobody's suggesting here that those people he killed should not have been killed. They definitely should. But what we're, the view we take, I think, the more professional end of the armed forces, which I would suggest is probably about 98%, is that we don't engage in body counts. These 25 people weren't his number, if there were 25, and of course only he, he can, only he's saying that. And uh, it's not clear at all on the basis on which he arrives at that number. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, We don't talk that way. That's not the way we see combat. It's not the way we see our adversaries either, or certainly not the way we should see them. And his his, uh, speaking in that way, I think, lets us all down. I wonder why he did that. That's going to be tough to hear. If he knows, like, that's kind of code, right? Yeah. For everyone. Yeah. And he's been in the military long enough to have known. Like, why... Why it should never been a, have been allowed in the book. Somebody yeah. should have flagged that. Mm. But the you know, but I don't, I don't know how much he had to do with the book, though, right? Yeah. Like that's the whole thing. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, missed this yesterday, and it's always fun to revisit this clip. So yesterday was the 16th anniversary of the iPhone, 
And oh. in uh, 2007 is when Steve Jobs unveiled it because up to that point, it was just the iPod. Remember, we all had the iPod, mm-hmm. right? And then different versions of the iPod. Uh, it's always good to go back and revisit the great Regis Fieldman's reaction to the iPhone. Do you know what that big announcement is today with the iPod? Do you? No, what? Do, does anybody know what no. that is? No, what is it? What are uh, we no, talking? I don't know. They're, they're speculating an iPhone, an iPhone yes. that you're going to be able to talk on the phone with your iPod. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us why it's a bad idea. Work, it's like the computer. It'll but never take off. What are you going to do? Carry the phone? You carry the phone over here? Carry the no, iPod no, over there? Carry the device. thing between it's your one legs? Thing. Stop it! One device. It's the it's one It's ridiculous. So many things to carry. That's the idea. It's one device. It's an iPod and a phone. No, I don't like it. <laughs> okay, honestly, guys. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Shut up. I'm not oh, the only shut one. Up. Oh, I'm not the only up. one thinking <laughs> that up. this is Ross right here. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Ross Philbin over here. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Take it over here? Put it over there? I don't like it. <laughs> Don't ask me about the movie. I don't know who's in it. I fell asleep twice. I don't know what it's about. But I like it sometimes. Other times I hate it. Don't ask me about it. Next thing you know, they're going to give you these glasses that you put on your face. You're going to be able to see a different kind of reality. I don't like it. I already hate this reality. Don't put me in another one where I'm going to be miserable. I may not come in tomorrow. You're doing a great job. <laughs> oh, my God. I've never related to anybody more in my life <laughs> than I did that clip of Regis. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Toronto traffic is among the worst in the world, according to a new study. <laughs> we all know that. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. I do the study every day. Every day. Every day I'm part of that study. Yes. Uh, so uh, Inrix, a location-based data uh, analytics company focusing on real-time and historical traffic conditions, put out their 2022 global traffic scorecard. Mm-hmm. The study examined over 1,000 cities in 50 countries and seven continents. Wow. In the global section, so like the w- worst cities in the world for traffic, mm-hmm. uh, Toronto is seventh. London, UK is one, Chicago's two, Paris is uh, three, Boston, four, New York City, five, Bogota, Colombia at six, and then Toronto at seventh. Now, in uh, the North American list. Oh, no. Here we go. Toronto is three, only behind Boston and Chicago. Mm-hmm. Three. Behind, behind New York? Yeah, behind New York. Wow. Toronto traffic's way worse than New York traffic. Oh. Way worse oh. than New York traffic. New York, you just can't get around. New York traffic moves. What? It moves. Don't believe what the movies tell you. It moves. It's just, it's just like it's just like, it's just like L.A. Like you see like like Carmageddon, right? Mm-hmm. That's like L.A. on Thanksgiving weekend when everything is going bananas down there. But with like the highways in L.A. move mm-hmm. like it's slow, but it moves. 
also they're concrete and they they're ribbed right like your car jiggles up and you you notice how out of shape you are when you're on an la freeway because your belly jiggles up and down if you go fast that's why it's better to sit in traffic because you don't realize how fat you are <laughs> car be twerking yes it does <laughs> it's not cool man every time i land in la and i get in a cab i'm like oh, pray for traffic <laughs> You know, you land in the place where all the beautiful people are and this uh-huh. jiggle jiggle all the way to the hotel. Yeah, yeah. That's not good. Cappy's like, all right, we got your destination, fatty. <laughs> Titty's bouncing up and down and stuff. It's not good. Sir, it's just not so good. you know, there's no buffet breakfast at this hotel. <laughs> yeah, you feel terrible about yourself. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Golden Globes last night, uh, Eddie Murphy winning the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Here is a little bit from Eddie's speech. Like I said, I've been doing this for a long time, so I could literally stand up here and, and keep saying thank you to they play the piano. But I'm going I'm to wrap it up and just say something to all the new up-and-coming dreamers and artists that are in the room tonight. I want to let you know that there is a, a definitive blueprint that you can follow to achieve success, prosperity, longevity, and peace of mind. It's a blueprint, and I followed it my whole career. It's very simple. It's three things. You just do these three things. Pay your taxes. (laughs) Mind your business. And keep Will Smith's wife's name out your mouth. (laughs) I'll say this They didn't beep the swear words on TV Everyone was swearing and they didn't beep a thing Really? No, it was a swear fest Wow Everybody It was insane Wow, really, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Even in America, like on the American feed? Yeah. I mean, it was wild really? Because it was NBC in the States and then City oh, in Canada. Damn. City yeah. TV in Canada. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they thought that the, that would get some eyes on on the show or something, Maybe. not having a delay. That's really wild Good that, Murphy, that happen. Uh, and uh, Regina Hall, one of the other great moments. So Regina Hall was presenting uh, Kevin Costner with the uh, uh, best actor in a television series for Yellowstone. And Costner wasn't there. And she had to go up and do the I will accept this award on Kevin Costner's behalf. And then the wheels just fell off everything. Oh, no. Kevin Costner, he's so much wanted to be... <laughs> Oh, no. I always like how they write this. It's like, he so much wanted to be... No, I'm sure he did. He so much... I mean, if he won, I know he would have really won. But you won. So he so much wanted to be here, but because of the... Un, it was been raining. The unprecedented weather and flooding, he has to shelter in place in Santa Barbara. Jesus. <laughs> no, this is, no, this is a sad story right now. This is... Sorry, he's stuck in Santa Barbara. Let's pray, everyone. Let, let, no, 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 let, let's just... No, that's awful. No, 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 this is true. This is true. Everyone, we do, we pray, and we hope that everyone affected by these storms remains safe. Oh, no. And I'm going to accept that award right there on your behalf, Kevin. Oh, no. Gosh, she's I love Regina <laughs> Hall so much. Man. Right? That's a queen Ooh, right she's there. not the best? What? Oh. She's the best. Oh, so good. He was at home in his mansion. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Golden Globes last night. Uh, one of these standout moments from an otherwise, like, mediocre show. Is that, like, the... It, was, it wasn't... Just long. I give it a four. A four out of? Ten. Oh, okay. So four out of ten, that's a real low score for Maury. 
Why was it so low, Moore? The host was, in my opinion, awful. Oh, you didn't like him. The, like, the Golden Globes used to be the fun show. Did where, they like, not try and do that no again? No one was, though? like, people weren't, like, really that drunk. They weren't, like, uh, crazy. Like, it used to be a fun show. Yeah, Sham? I'm going to give it, like, a 6.5 okay. out of 10. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. I, I, I like Gerard Carmichael. I don't think he was the right host for this. No. He's great. But I don't think he's the right host. For, a lot of his jokes went right over I think their you, head. I think you. I don't think it. it was the jokes went over their head. I think some of the jokes were inappropriate. I think that you need a star to host that show, especially yeah. the first one, right? Since think, it was like yeah. not around last year, right? Yeah, you need yeah, you need a you need a, a a superstar or somebody who's way well known to uh, to host that show. But one of the big uh, moments of the night was uh, yay for Jennifer Coolidge picking up Best Supporting Actress for a uh, television series for, of course, White Lotus. Oh, wow. thank you so much! Wow, yeah, I can I'm, I can put this down, right? No, I just. Uh... I don't work out, you know what I mean? I can't hold it that long. But, um, uh, Mike White, I, um, I just, you know, I just, truly, uh, you know, I just want you all to know that I had such big dreams and expectations as a younger person but what happened was they you know they get sort of fizzled by life or whatever and and you know i thought i was going to be queen of monaco even though someone else did it but i you know i had these giant ideas you know and then you get older and you're like no, you know none of this is gonna happen anymore. and i just want to say um mike white you have given me hope for just you've given me a new beginning even this is the end because you did kill me off but it doesn't matter because a spoiler alert and you sort of changed my life in a million different ways my neighbors are speaking to me, things like that. And, and you know what I mean? It, none of those people. I was never invited to one party on my hill, and now everyone's inviting me. So, anyway, I just want to say, Mike White, I fing. Oh, food. What? Sorry. No. This is really a fun night. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, she really uh, is Tanya from <laughs> White Lotus. So also, for anyone who hasn't finished season two, spoiler yeah. alert, Jennifer. <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, but Mike White did say that he really wants to bring uh, her back for season three. Oh so my god! Mike White, out a by way the way, that. creator of uh, of White Lotus, director, yes. writer. Yes, I saw. Um, there's a hotel in Quebec mm-hmm. that posted that they would like. For season three to take place, well, there are place many on their places property. that are petitioning for it to be the next White Lotus. Oh, oh really? Yeah, because okay. yeah, it's just because it's a hotel chain. That's what it is. It's a resort. Yeah, 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 yeah. But man, that that uh, hotel they used in season two beautiful. in Italy was just oh, gorgeous, man. Beautiful. Oof. Yeah, it's a real place. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Jenna Ortega on the uh, red carpet last night for the Golden Globes talking about that viral dance that was, I guess, like all improv from Wednesday mm-hmm. that everybody was doing now. The dance. Did you know that it would go viral? Crazy viral. No, I even that I still can't believe because it was kind of on some of it. I Some of the moves I had planned, some of it was improv. That was one of the scenes that I stay awake at night thinking about because I yeah. thought there was so much that I should have done and could have done. So the fact that anybody has shown any bit of appreciation or have even tried it themselves is kind of, um, it's not fathomable to me. Do you go down the TikTok rabbit hole and look at all the people doing it? No, I can't be on TikTok. I can't I can't look into all of that stuff. I, I think good or bad, it's probably not a healthy place to be. No, it is not. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Man, flights in the States right now are bonkers. So the FAA has been dealing with this all day. Uh, a computer outage at the uh, FAA brought flights to a standstill across the entire U.S. this morning with hundreds of delays quickly uh, escalating through the system uh, at airports nationwide. They ordered all flights to uh, delay departures until 9 a.m. Eastern. At 7.30 this morning, uh, there were more than 1,200 delayed flights. Wow. Um within and uh, coming into and leaving the U.S. And according to uh, Flight Tracker, uh, more than 100 have also been full stop, just straight up canceled. So it is a mess at U.S. airports this morning. How are the celebrities going to get home from the Golden Globe? I know. Well, it's hard, too, because the storms and everything else going on in L.A. and all this other stuff. Crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So Arnold Schwarzenegger, I had no idea, but for years he's been talking to anybody who will listen how he was not the first choice to play Terminator all those years ago, right? Oh. And basically what it is is the story goes that O.J. Simpson was the first choice to play the Terminator all those years ago. But it's not even like this was even a legitimate thing because we'll hear James Cameron explain it in a second. But this is really just Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's an excuse for him to just make jokes about how O.J. murdered his wife. For those who don't know, um, you actually weren't the first consideration to play the Terminator. Uh, Does anybody know who it was? O.J. Simpson. (laughs) I gotta be honest, I I can't imagine that. No one knew that he would become the real Terminator. (laughs) There's a story that you've told that the original choice, the actor who was going to play T-800, was O.J. Simpson. Right. But the the interesting thing about it was that they then chose me because they felt that O.J. didn't look enough of a killing machine. (laughs) Oh, wow. Figure. That it was actually O.J. Simpson that was the first <laughs> cast Terminator. Okay. And then somehow they felt that he was not uh, as believable of a killing machine. <laughs> Yo, okay. okay. This is the first I've ever heard of this. That, uh, yeah. Schwarzenegger so, went on this tear. Yeah, like and Schwarzenegger this. really plays it up. Like, he, like the way he sounds, like, oh, this was a lock of, o- like, they had O.J. and then something happened and then they brought uh-huh. in Schwarzenegger. But now play James Cameron explaining this. Is it true that the studio, in this case, wanted somebody other than Arnold Schwarzenegger to play the Terminator? Very early on, uh, a highly placed person at one of the two studios that funded that, that film had a, a brilliant idea, called, called me up and said, are you sitting down? <laughs> I said, well, no, I'm not. He said, are you sitting down? <laughs> O.J. Simpson for the Terminator. I said, I... I actually think that's a bad idea. I actually didn't go anywhere. I think it's historically interesting. So it's one guy who suggested, and then James Cameron was like, no. Mm -hmm. But when Arnold tells a story, it's like he he was originally cast, Uh but it's only so Arnold can make jokes about how O.J. murdered his wife. Like, that seems really weird to me that that's the thing that Arnold Schwarzenegger keeps hanging on to. It's just so he can make O.J. murder jokes. It's a very weird thing yeah, to like it is. to just keep continuously going back to and back to. And for years, it's, apparently. It's very odd. Jeez. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, there's something else I wanted to get to. Oh, here's a there's a great list here. Um, things that are outdated and the and the the amount of people polled. Um 
whether they've actually done these things or not. So mm. 6% of people polled said that they haven't listened to music ever on a cassette. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just bought a cassette the other day. 7% of people haven't used a printer in their own home. Oh, I don't own one. You don't own a printer, Maury? No, I print everything here at work. Oh, the company ink. Yeah. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. How long have you been doing that for? 12 years. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, 9% of people. I find this to be a very low number. I thought this would be a much higher number. Uh, you ever sent a postcard, Mocha? Never. Never. Mm-mm. Shem, you ever sent a postcard? No, never. No. Maury? No. Of course, Maury. Has. I absolutely have. Yeah, of course you have. Have you? Uh, 9% well, you of people. I've never sent a postcard. I find them very, because like anyone could read what you write on the back. There's no secret. That's true. That's right. <laughs> what are you writing on the back of a postcard, though? <laughs> That's so secretive. <laughs> What do you mean there's no secret? Uh, I know. I know. 10% of people said that they never used a disposable camera. 10% of people also have never used a wall calendar. I still do. 11% of people um, haven't bought a physical newspaper. Never? Never. No, but years ago, like not recently. Yeah. Uh, 16% of people have never used a floppy disk. There's the majority of the audience listening to our show right now has no idea what a floppy disk is. Mm Mm-hmm. I right? think you're talking about something. Shut up, Maury. <laughs> you jackass. Jesus, man. Why you got to bring it down that road? Uh, 26% of people have never watched TV on a black and white television. Have you? Did you have a black and white TV growing no. up, Boca? No, you, you only know. had color. Yeah. You only had, you guys never had a black and white TV? You did? did you? Oh. We, had a black, we had a black and white TV. I yeah. had the very first one. Shut up. It wasn't the very first one. No, it was like a portable. Did like it have rabbit ears? Just, yes. <laughs> so what? Yeah. It was the before very first we got one? cable. It's not like I grew up in a house that like had cable. So what do you mean portable? Like you could it walk around the house? No, it was what small. Is? It was small. Like you could, if I wanted to watch something uh, in the in the kitchen, I could literally unplug it from the wall and just take it and put it on the kitchen counter and yeah. plug it in. Yeah, what? In yeah, it wasn't big. It was small. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't big at all. That's what she said. Yeah. Do you guys not remember when you got cable? <laughs> no. no you I've always had cable. You've always had cable. Always. You don't remember. You never begged your old man for cable and had that argument of how expensive cable was. No. Cable television. And you had to get a discrambler. No. You never had that. I've you only, only remember life with cable. Yes. Oh, you privileged SOBs. <laughs> Look please. at you guys. Would your dad invent cable? No. Oh, my, please. My dad didn't invent anything. Um, uh, 36% of people. Wait, do you remember when TV, at the end of the day, they would play the anthem, the national anthem, and the channel would shut off? Yes. You do? Yes. <laughs> TV wasn't 24 hours. <laughs> it wasn't? No. <laughs> No, the Indian would come on the screen with the black and white test pattern, and it would just go <laughs> all night. Are you sure you didn't have the first television ever? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Golden Globe sank to an all-time low when it came to uh, viewership on Tuesday night. Tuesday night being a Tuesday was probably. Um, a huge factor in the Globe's ratings. Hmm. Uh, 6.3 million people watched the show. In 2021, it was 6.9. In 2020, before all the controversy, I'll give you some context here, it was 18.3 million. So after that controversy, if you're wondering if people decided to pack it in on the Globes, they went from 18.3 to 6.9 to 6.3. The only time the Globes were lower than the show on Tuesday night Mm -hmm. is in 2008 during the writer's strike where they basically just held a press conference. Oh, no. 
That was the that got just, six million views. I just feel like it, it, it's a common theme every yeah. single year with every single award show. Yeah. Where a couple of days later, the headline reads, "Insert." Uh, award show name here, lowest yeah. ratings ever. But the, but the Globes historically, though, they had always been the fun show. Like, it was always the Globes and the Oscars, right? It yeah. was always the Globes were the fun show, the Oscars were the business show, right? Yeah. I and just don't think people care about award shows as much anymore. If you wanted to have some fun, maybe just do it on, like, a Instagram Live or something where people actually are. I also, I'm with you on that, but I also feel that awards shows, I think that there's a lot of people who don't feel represented by awards shows. And I just mm. don't mean, you know, background and stuff. I mean, the movies that they loved that year, yeah. right? And the TV shows they watch. There's so many movies and TV shows now. Yeah. And to go through, when you look at even the, what was, you know, nominated for Best Picture, like, did anybody see that Colin Farrell movie? Mm-mm. No. The the whatever, whatever's of the whatever, right? And I'm not I, saying it's not a great movie, uh-huh. but did anybody watch that movie? Didn't even know that uh, he was in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, sure. a lot of the big blockbusters, like you know, a lot of the Marvel movies, never get represented uh, at the go- at the Globes in any of the big categories. You yes, know what I no, mean? never. But Top, to, it was weird to, to mention, see Top Gun, but yeah. they but they do get represented at the MTV Movie Awards, and people don't even tune in for that. But that's because they, those awards don't mean anything. But either, no, though, to go right? to champs of the Marvel movies, then that's where you would go, the MTV Awards. Well, yeah, but those awards, the, the, nobody wants them to win an MTV award. They want Marvel to win an Academy Award mm-hmm. because that's the, the 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 sort of honor that you want, and that's the the thing that people want for their films also uh uh gerard carmichael's um hosting i don't even know like his material was like i went went back and i watched a lot of it and i i laughed at some of it but man that whitney houston joke that he told so first of all uh whitney houston's uh sister-in-law pat houston released a statement saying the whitney houston estate is disappointed in the joke and felt it was in poor taste if you forgot what that joke was here it is again guys we are back um we are pressed for time but they wanted me to shout out the venue that we're in so we are here live from the hotel that killed Whitney Houston, the Beverly Hilton. Uh, you guys, so uh, that's very exciting. Oof. Oh, terrible. The hotel horrible. that killed Whitney Houston. Like, Such a horrible. I'm sure the Beverly Hilton loved that joke. Oh, too. my God. Horrible joke. I can't believe that. Uh, so Whitney Houston's uh, family not happy about that. Oh, yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ben Masters, 75 years old, the star of Passions, one of Shem's old favorite shows, passed away. Julian Crane, man. That Is hurts. that who that was? Yeah, I've heard hard. Shem, moms, daughters, aunts, all over. He was on Passions from 99 to 2008. Ah, let's look back at some of Julian's greatest moments, <laughs> oh, you shall we? have that? We crave men <laughs> of insatiable appetite for money and power, but for pleasure. Now, Ethan is set to have a simple premarital fling. Well, the housekeeper's daughter, you really shouldn't get worked up over it. In fact, once you and Ethan marry, you're going to have to look the other way from time to time. But I'm sure, like me, he's man enough to satisfy all the women in his life. My Diary by Teresa Lopez Fitzgerald. Legend. Julie. Legend. Gigabyte gold. Innermost desires of a ravishing young Yo, girl. I'm, oh. I'm not gonna lie, I yeah. watch Passions religiously as well. Yes, iconic theme song and everything. What is that? I've never seen. Is that I've how never... he talks all the time on that yes. show? Yes, yes. glorious. So what, what, okay. what a stud! Oh, man, yeah. I think I, I stopped watching when um, 
when they swapped out Ethan, the character. Oh, that's early on, though. Yeah, I, I kind of stopped in and around there, and then, like, the Teresa storyline was getting to me a little bit. Yeah. <sighs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So uh, they released the trailer for Meredith Grey's big goodbye on Grey's Anatomy as uh, Ellen Pompeo is leaving the show. Uh, the air, the episode airs Thursday, February 23rd on ABC. But here's... Oh, thank God they waited till after Valentine's Day. Here's the goodbye. This is where I learned to be a doctor. This is the place where I found my family. The place where I fell in love. There's no one like her. Sometimes change is good. Big last day. Sometimes change is everything. You know I'll probably be here next week. You just let us toast you. Grey's Anatomy. Meredith says farewell to Seattle. Thursday, February 23rd on ABC. Now, you're a big fan of that show. Haven't watched it in years. But you haven't watched it in years. Nope. How, How do you feel about this now? I'm not going to watch. You're not? No, but I, I, I'm going what? through it with fan. Like, I go through mm. Grey's Anatomy. Like, I love the, the the clips and the everything else, but I can't sit through an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Because it lost you, its way. Because, okay, so that was going to be my question. Yeah. Because of the storyline or because you don't want to see Meredith Lee. Storyline. They they made, Grey's Anatomy made a couple colossal mistakes. Uh, one was doing the COVID season. Yeah. Um, I had no interest in watching Grey's Anatomy um, deal with COVID protocols and try and navigate fictional COVID while COVID was... I had no interest in that. And the show lost its way. The show was great when it was about people falling in love and the uh, sort of emotions behind what it was to be, oh. you know, doctors and interns and oh, everything else. Yeah. And, and, oh, that, and that show, that show used Grey's. to be great. We got to... Yeah. Grey's was great because Grey's could do it all. Like they, it was a very well-rounded show, mm-hmm. very well-rounded show. And then along the way, they lost their way, as a lot of shows do, and it became very far from the thing that I fell in love with. But I watched it because I was sort of emotionally attached to it. Right? Yeah. It still sort of felt like home. Loved Grey's. It was built into my week doing Grey's. Until I separated myself from Grays, and mm. once I separated myself from Grays, there was no way I was ever going back. Really? Don't you have so separation no. anxiety? No, I don't. So you and won't I didn't. even watch Meredith's last won't show. Won't even watch Meredith's last show. So you won't even get a chance to say goodbye. No, no, I've said my goodbyes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I did it. I, 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 I did. It. I said my goodbyes in private. Oh. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, according to a British study about uh, how often adults change and wash their bed sheets, uh, single men are significantly grosser than women. Oh yeah, when I was single, oh my bed was like, <laughs> yeah, dirty. Almost half, forty-five percent of single men polled admitted they wait up to four months to wash their bed sheets. Oh, oh my god. That makes sense. You don't think about it. Well, another 12% say they wash them whenever they can remember, which even could be longer than four months. Uh-huh. Been there. The study determined that women were much better when it came to bed sheets with 62% changing and washing their bedding every two weeks. Meanwhile, couples claimed they go three weeks. And according to experts, you need to wash them because all the body cells and everything else. Mm-hmm. Sham, you're the single guy in the room here. 
I I do laundry every two weeks. So week bed, and she, bed sheets included. And bed sheets every single time. Yeah. Four months. Four months. When I was single, it would be that. Because if you don't see dirt, why clean it? Well, oh man, there's that's, that's four a months. Question. Mocha, when you were single. Oh yeah, that's about right. Easy four months. Yes. Yeah. Y'all are Live. nasty. Yeah. Dog, when I was single. Yeah. I could probably count on one hand the amount of times I wash my bed sheets in a year. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Also, <laughs> when you're single, you like if you live in an apartment, you got to carry your bed sheets all the way to the laundry room. I was <sighs> single, living in a condo, very close to the bay. And when my sheets started to get real nasty, I would walk across the street and buy new sheets. Bro, what? Yeah. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. How long what would that you- be though? Yeah, months. Or what would you do with the old ones? Just throw them away. You wouldn't wash them. No. Why not? Nah. But you weren't time? making as much money as you are now. Oh, I buy. I'm not buying luxury bed sheets. You're not buying Gluckstein. No, man. I say that drug okay. low. <laughs> <laughs> bay days. Oh, Come God. on now. Shout out to Bay right? days. Scratch and save. Yeah. Right. Oh man, and you're standing there. Are you jonesing for that fifty percent? Yes. Hoping that you get it. Yes. Right. Ten percent comes up. Sometimes whatever, I would wash it. them, but sometimes they would just be to the point of where even washing them, it was going to be. There was nothing that could fix these things. They were so filthy. But yeah, four months, oh, easy. Wow. easy. Easy four months. And the comforter longer. Oh, I've never washed one. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, So apparently, uh, despite the rumors making the rounds on social media Tuesday and then into yesterday, uh, there is a reportedly no deal in place for Vince McMahon to sell WWE to Saudi Arabia. Oh. That was the big story. Uh, according to uh, one insider, uh, sources are saying that WWE has not agreed to sell to Saudi Arabia or any other entity at the time. However, the company is still exploring options. This all came from a now since deleted tweet from uh, somebody on uh, earlier in the week that said that uh, Vince McMahon had agreed to sell the company uh, to the Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, who would then take the company back private and that Vince McMahon would stay on. And there was all sorts of rumors. Uh, But uh, according to all the money guys, like the CNBC guys and everything else, there is Mm. no deal. There never was a deal. But that does not mean that something is not happening. Something is definitely happening because his daughter, Stephanie McMahon, who was co-CEO of the company, resigned on Tuesday. Right. So something's happening. Now, is that legit too? Yeah, we know that, that is, that's 100% yeah, confirmed. Yeah. Because she released a statement as well. She did. On her right? own socials. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, there you go. Listen, so I'm telling guys, if you want to yeah. be a part of the, the wrestling group chat that Shem yeah. and I are no, in. No, I don't. I'm good. Monday and Tuesday. I'm like, good. I don't know. Our, I'm good. Not since I'm WrestleMania, Shem. Yeah. I think our group I'm chat wasn't totally, as. It's been amazing. Totally wild, fine. right? Yeah. I am totally fine. Are you sure? Yeah, Royal Rumble is coming up. You know what's going to be lit that night. No, 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 no. I'm I'll good. join the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be any part of that morning. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, TikTok uh, are answering the complaints from users who regularly uh, talk about how the uh, app is just all-consuming and addictive and keeps them up at night. So TikTok is uh, now experimenting with a new sleep reminder feature. Mm. So you will then get the option to have the app, I guess, then tell you to go to bed. The company's testing it. 
um, that will send you alerts when it's your bedtime, and it will also mute notifications during the recommended seven hours of sleep. Yeah, but you could dismiss all that. I guess you can. And the button. Set the reminder. Right? Yeah. Right? Like, like who's going to do that? But I'll, companies. Uh, but I, I get it. TikTok is insanely addictive. Like, com- I spent hours just flipping through. Companies have to do this now, like companies yeah. like TikTok, because it's all about like this, the the mental well being of their. Of course. Right. Remember when? God, what was it? Remember when it was Fortnite that got in trouble because they used research that was done to maximize the addictive properties of the game as opposed to Mm. figuring out ways that the game would not be addictive. They used all that research to make sure the game was even more addictive. And it's terrible for people, right? Like that's a... Like these companies have access to so much research. I was telling Maury that one of the the things that TikTok does is that if you post a TikTok, Mm -hmm. immediately log out of the app. Because t- your views will go up. Because if you log out? If you log out. Post and then log out. Because TikTok only wants to push you notifications. Mm-hmm. And if they see that you're logged out, they will continue to push you notifications, 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 To notifications, get you back in. To get you back in. And then because they don't want you to log out of the app. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to shut the app down. They want that app always open so you're always getting notifications. So they will, there's algorithms to make videos do better than maybe they normally would in a shorter amount of time to get you back on the app. You'll be like, oh my God, this video is getting great action. And then all of a sudden you're back on the app again. Hmm. Like it's wild, man. It's wild. Did you find that morning? Yeah. And same with my food um, app. It tell, like it bothers me if I don't log my meals. It does. Yeah. Because I signed up for Noom. Yeah. And if you don't sign in and, and tell them what you're eating, yeah. it sends you notifications. You ever done Duolingo anybody to learn a new language? Mm-mm. No. You know what Duolingo is? Yeah. Right? So it's an app, right? And then if you log on to Duolingo and you start to do Duolingo and then you don't do Duolingo, you get messages like, you've made Duo sad. Oh. That's what my I, food what? one does. Yes. Yes, they're, they're like, oh, you made, you made. So what, you're supposed to feel bad and be like, all yes! right, I'm continue okay, learning. Okay, I'll go do my German now. <laughs> yes, it's crazy. <laughs> it's really wild, man. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.